And we're back. We're back. Yes, it's been a cold minute. <laughs> it's been a very cold minute. Um, yeah, no, it's been far too long, I think. Actually, I think it's been about three or four weeks since I've been last on. But you were on two weeks ago. I was on two weeks ago. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. How, how's the sound? Is it like staticky? Um, hearing it through the mic. Mm. I'm trying to get the levels. There we go. Okay. This isn't mic one like it normally is. I'm mic two. <laughs> Your mic as well. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So it's been it's been it's been an interesting few weeks. Mm. I f- you know what? Okay. So just for everybody at home is listening in. I'm basically got like a headset on, and hearing it makes me feel like I'm like in a um, in like an airplane booth. Really? <laughs> like it feels like a, 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 an airplane a cockpit. <laughs> Oh, you mean like, like like the aesthetic or like how it sounds like? How it sounds as well. Interesting. It's cool though. I got to hear it later, like during the break or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, it's just like, I don't know. It's like <laughs> T739, uh, Project <laughs> on your west. <laughs> I don't know what planes do. What is it? Um, to, con- to control center, to control center or something. Yeah. They say. Uh, we got plane MH370. <laughs> <laughs> have you watched Breaking Bad? I have not, no. Okay, okay. There, there was a scene in the show when uh, involves a plane. Oh, crashing! Oh, with the controller oh. giving the wrong directions. Oh heck! On purpose? Um, due to emotional outburst. It's, oh, okay, interesting. I don't want to spoil it. It's a really great show. Yeah, One of the I best just shows. I feel like I'm too late on the hype train. No. Yeah, I, I don't know. It just feels like it's like I've missed my moment to watch that kind of mm. stuff. And because everything's coming out now. Yeah, true. Speaking of which, we're going to talk about Moon Knight, right? Yeah, we are. Okay, what else? Okay, you've been off for a hot minute. Yeah. What if have you been watching? Have you been binging everything? I watched some some of the Pirates of the Caribbean movies. Oh, okay. World's End is a classic. I love that movie so much. Everyone's like, it's so long, but I really like it. Like, I don't know. I just really loved it when it first came out. I remember watching it. Yeah, yeah. And uh, such a good game. Um, are you? Can you name all of the Pirate Caribbean's movies in order? Okay, let's do it. Okay, Curse of the Black Pearl. Yep. Uh, Dead Man's Chest, yep. Worlds, and Stranger Tides, and Salzheim's Revenge. That's not it. Yeah. Stranger Tides and... Salzheim's Revenge. I think it's got two titles, actually. Does it? Yeah. Um, no, because I was having this conversation with people at uni, and we are talking about, like... Um, uh, you know, all the Caribbean Pirates of the Caribbean movies, and the fact that nobody can knows which ones go where, and mm. number four was really forgettable and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, Unchained Tide. I remember because I watched it in the cinemas. Uh, because I don't think I don't think that's the name of it. Dead Men Tell No Tales. Really? Yeah, but I do think it's got. Because on Disney Plus, it's written as Salzheim Revenge. I'm I'm pretty sure because I was oh having a look at it yesterday. Yeah. Um. Yeah, no, it, it it's it's called Pirates of the Caribbean: Salzheim Revenge. I think that might be like a UK release. But yeah. In a. See, that's what it's written on Disney Plus. That's so weird. Yeah. Because I never heard that name before. I, the Dead Men Tell No Tales is more familiar. Like that was yeah, like that's what I'm saying. Yeah. In Australia, but on Disney Plus is written as Salzar. Like, like Zootropolis. Yeah. Is it called that on Disney Plus? Yeah. So I think they're just using the, the, the UK names. Because mm. I think maybe Australia, Disney Plus Australia got linked in. I think it might be using like the same So I need stuff. to use a VPN? 
Yes, uh, Surfshark VPN. <laughs> Surfshark VPN. We're sponsored. No, we're not. I wish. I wish we, we were sponsored by something big like that. Oh, why did Pirates of the Caribbean change its name? If there was difficulty getting a trademark for Dead Men Tell No Tales in the UK because of similarly titled projects, they would do a different name. So wh- it was, it, there was another thing in the UK called that. No, similarly titled. Okay. So not 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 the same, but it's just. Yeah, I know. Name. I know. It's why Avengers and. The UK is called Avengers Assembled, uh, which I think is the best name it could have been. Um, but yeah, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, so cool. apart from, apart from pirates, what what else have you been watching? I don't know. I've been playing a Zelda Breath of the Wild. I've been playing uh, Kingdom Hearts and stuff. Okay, but watching wise, um, well, we watch Shrek. If we want to dedicate a week to that. It's always a classic. I mean, I, I would talk about Shrek for as much as I'm allowed to. I would quote Shrek. <laughs> we can just recite the whole movie. Yeah. Probably well, can. Okay. I don't think I the first one, no. The second what a lord of John. <laughs> the second one I probably could. The second one you could? The second one is the one I remember most. Yeah. Because it, the, the best scenes are the ones where, like, you know, they're all changed up. They're into uh, Far, Far Away. And then everyone back at the swamp is watching it on TV as if it's an episode of Cops. Oh, yeah. yeah. And they're getting. <laughs> no, that, that's the pretty far into the movie. I know. That's like I know. in the last third of the movie. Yeah, I know. But that's like, like tonight on nights. <laughs> yeah, that's it. <laughs> it's just it's Kitty Litter. It's Kitty Litter. <laughs> I'm holding it for a friend. <laughs> and he gets, instead of pepper spray, what, is don- pepper what does Donkey say? What does Donkey say when he's a horse? <laughs> oh, I've. I feel like it's like a Rachel thing. Yeah, that, something like, like that. Yeah it, yeah, must, yeah. it must be. It must be. Yeah. Like, like, cause Eddie Murphy's black, so I think they've gone that. I, I need to watch it now. I need to mm. watch it. Um, oh, jeez, I'm gonna, f- yeah. I'm not, yeah. Number four, my lord. <laughs> <laughs> and like, no, that's so good because they got they 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 got Gingy's, uh They got the big gingerbread man. Oh, Mongo. Mongo. <laughs> uh, that was one of the greatest scenes in like c- cinematic history. The I need a hero scene. Yeah, that was so it cool. It was so good because I remember when I was younger. Um. I was in like the YMCA or something daycare program. Yeah. Same. And we had the choice to watch either Shrek 2 or Harry Potter 3. So we cho- I chose Shrek 2. Oh, that's a and hard choice. It, do you reckon? Yeah. Because Harry Potter 3 is my favorite Harry Potter movie. I, I, I think I would say it's about the same as all for me. Just the Azkaban and stuff. Yeah. But yeah, the, the kids came out traumatized from that and we were just like laughing after that. You know, <laughs> the, the difference. Yeah, yeah. Like the Dementors and then you could have just seen the a dement- giant. The a, Dementors. <laughs> you could have seen a giant kaiju gingerbread. Yeah. <laughs> I, no, see, I, see I reckon the animation still holds up today. I think so. Not in the first one as much. Second one, I think it does. Because... Mm. I know with um I know with like these kinds of movies um like when you watch them wow it does capture that so okay sorry I'm just listening to what's coming in through the mics okay and uh, with with the mics that we have before you weren't really catching the voice it caught the closing of the door so clearly that's cool yeah anyway um yeah so when you watch these movies you watch the first one you're like oh this is trash like animation wise like um The Incredibles mm. right when you compare The Incredibles one yeah, baby to the Jack Incred- Jack nightmare face. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Incredibles 1 to Incredibles 2, you can see that they've touched up everybody. Like, the guy that Violet has a crush on, mm. he looks so different. Yeah. Like, now, speaking of which, like, with animation, I was watching Hoodwinked. That animation is it's, horrendous. It's jank. It's but jank. it was such a good movie. I never I, got, I never, I've got to watch it. I've got to no, watch no, no, it's fine. But, like, uh, it, the whole movie is entirely on YouTube. Like, I think it's legally there, too. So... 
Um, we're gonna watch it. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be watching this. But like, this you know, usually I have a problems on those animation, but it didn't detract me from the movie because the movie was so good. I think it adds to it. I think it. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, but when the, the 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 German scene with the kids, <laughs> is that Hulk the Schnitzel man, Schnitzel man, the scene. Uh, is that Hoodwinked One or two? Um, Hoodwinked One, the oh. one with the Huntsman's backstory. Oh, I I haven't seen that in ages. Um, oh, and also I was watching um YouTube into YouTube. I, I I told you I finished watching Kingsman. Yeah. Um, it was good, but I just I just I just kept rewatching the church scene because that was so good. Yeah, the whole, and, the and church scene is the best bit. Yeah, the song Freebird is so good too. Which one was that one? Uh, the Leonard Skinner song in the background. It's oh. like one of the longest guitar solos ever, or something. So they Leonard put a fight montage to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but it's such a good scene. Um, I was thinking if I was going to watch the King's Speech. I want to see other movies with. I was <laughs> getting confused with Colin Farrell and Colin Firth. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah. Like the similar sounding names. I was going to watch an, uh, another few Colin Farrell movies. Um, Colin Firth. Colin Firth movies. <laughs> He's a really good actor. Like, uh, yeah. Because apparently, I was looking at the behind Kingsman. Apparently, it's satirizing James Bond. Yes, yeah, because it, it's it's. I don't don't think satirizing is the is the right word. I think is it paying homage to it, or is it adding like extra things and making it excessively violent? I think it's just making it goofy. It's just taking the concept and sort of running with it. Because James Bond, it ele- it goes to those goofy bits sometimes, but mm. it's, it takes itself very seriously. Yeah. And this just doesn't take itself seriously in the best way, I think. No, no. What I found watching the whole of Kingsland, I found out I didn't really like the Eggsy and his type of training montage scenes, but I really like the Colin Farrell first moments. Yeah. Because I, I, he was he was a great character, but I just felt like, you know, comparing like Jeremy Renner and Hawkeye, like that type of like, compared to like another presence for like, with someone who's more animated and things like that. Yeah, like, yeah. Uh, Colin Firth had more of a presence than him. But I guess, I think that was the point as he was the younger type of kid. Yeah, yeah. But like... That was, I think, one of his first roles as well. Oh, was it? I as well? think so. Like, that either really early or first one. Because you can compare so much of him to the one in the latest Kingsman movie the, with the, that new younger boy. Yes. He's exactly Conrad. the same as... Um, what's his name? Conrad. Uh, yeah, Conrad. Like, what was his... Uh, Taron Egerton, I think. That was his Oh, Exy. Yeah, Exy. But, um, it, yeah, it, it subverts, subverts a lot of things. And, like, the, the villain, Samuel Jackson, he's self-aware that he's evil. And, like... But... And he just shoots him straight away. Yeah. And, and he's like, oh, you expect me to monologue and do all these type of things. And he's scared of blood and he's like... Yeah, because they're really sort of not... Doing the archetype, they're mm. moving away from. Trends, and then I saw that Elton John scene in number two. <laughs> that was so weird. And it was so good. Yeah, it was so good. It's like, isn't the lyric Saturday? Well, is it bloody Saturday? No, it's Wednesday. Did F you, off. Did you like how they brought him back? Though I haven't watched the whole of Kingsman two, but I was watching some scenes. Do you like how they brought him back? Yeah, because it only happened towards the end. And oh, was it towards the end only? Yeah, yeah. So I think he gets referenced. And he's sort of like seen a little bit, but then towards the end he gets like a little, a little bit go down, which is a lot of fun. He, okay. He, yeah. I just saw them. They're just having this massive shootout. Yeah, yeah. Because there's um a, in Poppy's Playland or something, mm. Poppy's Wonderland, where she's like made it like her youth. It's like a 1950s sort mm. of strip mall kind of thing, and then they're just fighting in it with these. How does she compare to Samuel Jackson in Number One? I think her motives are better. 
Mm. And she's a lot of pharmaceutical lady. Yeah, so she kind of believes that, you know, she's the richest woman in the world, but no one knows her. Uh, and she's like, if we make everything legalized, one, I'll become richer. And two, um, you're actually able to sort of have drugs in society without it being a bad thing. Oh, uh, okay. And like, yeah, because she was all like, you know, you guys eat sugar all the time. That's worse than cocaine. Do you not realize this? And like, that's kind of like her position. Mm. And the real villain in that movie was the American president. <laughs> Oh yes, I think that's what I. Heard. Yeah, um, but no, I, I, I think I like him more than, um, than Samuel L. Jackson. But what was I, his name? Um, Valentine. Valentine, yeah. But I don't like how she her story ended. It kind of just ended. Okay. And then like she should have had a better out, like like a send off. Yeah, mm. and it would be better if, yeah, and I, I didn't like the way that they ended it. To be honest. Okay. No, I'll, I'll watch her ending. I guess. But I don't know. It just gave me a lot of Alex Ryder vibes, like no, the, the yes, whole series. Yes. I, I I'd find it's more Alex Ryder than James Bond to me personally. No, you're hundred percent right. You're hundred percent right. In like the sort of like the fun little gadgets and stuff. Yeah. Like so that the the, the, the uh, like I don't know. I haven't watched much James Bond movies to be fair. Yeah. But like the whole gadgets with the pen and the little, the lighter. you know, the the bomb and stuff. The lighter, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the li- was a lighter. Okay. Yeah. I was like, it's a golden eraser. <laughs> <laughs> but. Yeah, no, it was very Alex Ryder. Yeah. I, I, are you watching the Alex Ryder TV show on Prime? I was watching a bit of the first episode a long time like ago, it. but I, I don't know. I, I, I like the books. Oh, speaking of, kind of on a tangent, they just cast Percy Jackson. I saw he's like the kid from um, uh, the, the Adam, Adam Project. Project. Uh, that's what I heard. I haven't watched the Adam Project. He fits perfectly. That's what everyone's been saying. That's mm. what I've seen in the comments. Like, is the Adam Project a good movie? It's, it's a fun movie. Um, it just gives me the whole Red Notice vibes, and oh, no, Red no, no. Notice was so boring. It's not like that. They, they, the jokes in there are intentional and they fit well because the kid is similar. It isn't just Ryan Reynolds being Ryan Reynolds; it's Ryan Reynolds being the kid being Ryan, Ryan Reynolds. Does that make okay. sense? No, that sounds good because it's made by the same director as Free Guy, I think. Yes. And now he's going to direct Deadpool three. Yes. So is it better than Free Guy? I'm no. It wasn't better than Free Guy. Uh, but I did have fun with it. Okay, it, it's it's not a it's not a movie that you take seriously at all. You just you just go yeah. in there, you watch it, and you're like, "This is funny." Oh, Mark Ruffalo punched a man, kind mm. of thing. Uh, but it's it it's it, it does what it wants to do, which I think okay. Is and cool. was the kid was that his first major acting thing? Yes. Okay, that's his first major role, and he killed it. Mm. And he is such like, I think he's going to be an up and comer. I think no, because I think I saw some behind the scenes clips or something with Ryan Riddle post on his Instagram, like of him just reciting Deadpool. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. apparently he's watched it like so many times he knows mm. the movie back and front. Yeah, I was like, it's similar vibes to like the Lo- uh, what's it called, Subject X from Logan. Oh yes, yeah. The girl? Um, well, her name's X two, right? X two, yeah, think. yeah, yeah, yeah. But Logan was such a good movie too. I really enjoyed that. I want to watch it again soon. Yeah. It's been a long time since I've watched it. Mm. Um, but yeah, so so that's that's what you've been up to this? Pretty much, yeah. Yeah. And just being dead. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. Uh, so how, how have you been since you got the big C? Not cancer, COVID. Uh, uh, I should probably preface yeah, that. It's just, it's just like, you know, like Spotify and Spotify Premium. It's like having <laughs> cold premium, basically. <laughs> like That's how it adequated. Cold with no ads. Yeah. Mm. Well, yeah, with... Uh, Instead of ads, you get sleep deprivation. So oh crap! Okay. Yeah, 
Well, I had my uh, girlfriend moved in, so I. Oh, been, congrats! Thank you. Um, so we, we we we're just trying to like work out the dynamic and stuff like that. But I I've I've been having some some time to myself. So I've been watching like some things that I used to like a lot. I've, did you watch the movie Jumpers? No. It's a movie with Hayden Christensen, uh, Anakin. Yeah, yeah. And he it's based on a book, and I read the first five pages of the book and put it down immediately because it's not good. And essentially, the well. The first five pages get really graphic for no reason. Um, but essentially, there's these people who have the ability to teleport. They've been there throughout time, right? Oh, like Looper type thing. Nope, because that's, that's time travel. No, I was thinking of like port- Portal or... Is it something like that? No. So they... Okay. <laughs> I heard of the name before, now, now that you mention it, because it reminded me of something. But I think... Who's in it? Hayden Christensen, Samuel Jackson. That's right, yeah. I think I heard and it. Yeah. Some, and Jamie Bell. mm um, but yeah, so they've they've been they've existed throughout time. They've just jumped in places. But then there's there's these holy warriors. They call themselves paladins because that's what paladins are, right? Um, they think that only God should have this power, and you know humans aren't meant to be like this. So throughout time, they've been hunting them yeah. for so long. And so basically, it's the story of this guy who finds this power. And he it saves his life because he almost drowns in a in a lake, and he just teleports into a library. And then he uses his power just to rob some banks so he can get some money. And he lives off that money for the rest of his life. And yeah, it's the premise and some of the visuals are so good. Like if Even it, today? Sorry? Even today? Yeah, I think it came out like 2008 or something like that. I was going to say, because like that's when Hayden Christensen, like with the prequel. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. But like there were... So essentially, there's... So they, they can teleport and they leave these, uh, they call them jump scars, where they've left like a rift, a slight like cut, and then it heals mm. itself afterwards. But like, if they try and do like small jumps, not much happens. They do big jumps, it brings in almost everything around them. Mm. So it's kind of like this big like vacuum that gets sucked in, right? And the visuals of that is really cool. But then like, and then the way that they choreograph some of like the fight scenes is they use the vacuum to hurt people. So when they pop out, they're pushing air away from their bodies, right? When they pop in, they're sucking everything towards them. So in one fight scene, Jamie Bell's character does three jumps up to the guy, and so when he punches him, he's using the force of all the air that he's pushing oh, over it. Cool. It looked really good. I'm like, wow, this is this is so well done, like well done visually, hmm. and so well done like mechanically. Like they really thought. What would this the budget through. be for that movie, though? I'll look it up. Um, Do you reckon over hundred? No, not back then. Oh, uh, maybe actually, I don't know. Hmm. Um, but yeah. And it looked so good, and it got absolutely review bombed. Like, oh, really? Yeah, it was not a good movie. Uh, <laughs> like, well, I I enjoyed it. The ending was a bit weak, but I had a good time with it. But it just didn't do good um, in terms of um, reviews or anything like that. Thirty five on Metascore, which is not good. Six is that, that's not audience score. That's critic score. Metascore, that's different. That's where they compile everything, right? It's got okay. 6.1 on IMDb. Um, <clears throat> oh, the audience score was 40%, I think. And then the critic score was like 15% on Rotten Tomatoes. Okay. Um, David S. Goya. So it's a, he just oh, he he does a lot of... Um, I'm trying to think. Didn't he do the Hulk? No, that's Ang Lee who did the Hulk movie. Yeah. I remember he, he, he makes some... He made some good movies. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think so too. I heard the name a lot. 
yeah, same. It's like him and like David Lynch exist in my head in the same. What space. other movies does he make now? I'm looking. I'm looking. See, I'm yeah. looking. Uh, he he was the writer for this. Yeah. Simon Kinberg. I think he does X Men. Wait. Did do the boys? I think they do X Men. Oh wait, 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 wait. Oh, wait. I watched the boys again. That's what I was gonna say. I watched season one and season two again. Nice. Um, he does a lot of writing for a lot of like. Mm. Every superhero stuff you've seen has been written by him, essentially. Uh, mainly DC stuff. Yeah. Um. He's done some directorial stuff. Nothing much. He's he's is he does a lot of writing. Does he? Okay. So bat most of the Batman movies and video games he's written. Um. He's written uh, Ghost Rider, Spirit of Vengeance, Dark Knight Rises, uh, Black Ops Two. Man of Steel, That's Godzilla, right, yeah, with Christopher Nolan and stuff. Mm. So he does. He he's he's a, a writer. Simon Kinberg, he did Fan Stick, mm. Dark Logan. Phoenix, Logan, The Martian. He's got he's got a good amount of good stuff in there, and also some not great stuff. So like, I think those are the two people you'd hire to make yours is like not gritty, but more like uh, with with greater themes in it. Because you look at Logan, you look at Fan Stick. You know, mm. they're trying to make it a bit darker and a bit edgier and type of style. And and you look at the Nolan Batman movies compared to the earlier ones. Yeah. Yeah. It won some awards, but not nothing. Great. Oh, apparently, the Halo series is trash. I've heard. It. I've heard it's just like you don't watch it if you if you like want it to be like the games or whatever. Mm. Um, I'm gonna see if I can find. But there's so many now subscription services for everything. Is yeah. probably and if you do all of them, you'd be spending like you know so much per month. Yeah, yeah. Paramount Plus. It's pointless mm. unless you want to watch Avatar again, which I kind of do. Really, um, is that on Paramount Plus? Yeah, because it's Paramount. Owns not on Netflix anymore. Nickelodeon. Okay, so yeah. it's not on Netflix anymore. Mm. Not that. No, I don't believe it is. Double mm. check. Um, but yeah, so that movie was very fun. I enjoyed it incredibly. Um, Incredible. Also, yeah, at the end, Kristen Stewart just appears. The Twilight chick? Yeah. Why? Because they're setting up for a sequel, which never happened. Oh, that's a shame. In, yeah. in a movie with Samuel Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so there's a podcast I listen to called uh, The Weekly Planet. And they do like an award ceremony at the end of the year about all the movies that they've seen. And one of them is called the Game is On Award, where it's a movie that goes, guys, there's going to be another movie. And just like has like a scene which is dedicated to them setting up another movie. Oh, yeah. This would have definitely been in there. So they, they're, they're giving an award to those type of scenes. Yes. <laughs> That's funny. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's it's. Is it is it like the movies which didn't get a sequel that have those scenes? Or, or some? That, no, no. Often it's for the movie that movies that came out that year. Oh. So he, they do it based on the movies of that year. So all of them, if some of them had sequels and some of them that didn't. Yes, like they just Sonic judge. would have won that because at the end Tails appears, mm. and that's like you're setting up for another movie. Apparently, Alita: Battle Angel yeah. had one. It won the Gamerzone Award of that year. So yeah. Um, but yeah, no. This is a very good movie, and I. Kind of want it to be redone. Yeah. Um, S- Doug Lyman directed it. He directed Born, all the Borns. Oh, okay. Jesus. I haven't watched any of them. They're very good. Jesus Christ, it's Jason Bourne. Man, I was like, uh, ever since I saw, um, have you seen that recent Hollywood uh, standardizations for Oscar nomination? Like how they have to have a certain amount of people in their movies? That just ruined me, like watching movies from now on. 
Like, because I can point, because they have to have, like, 30% of the cast has to be, like, black or something like that, like. And then now I'm just seeing it everywhere, and I was like, you know, this is, this is, I mean, like, you know, it's so obvious that people are trying to do it now instead of, like, you know, like how they did in, um, I'm trying to think, like, you know, they have to have a 30% of the cast has to be, like, thing, like, a minority or something like that. That's why then you see movies like Encanto being made, you know, with different cultures and everything. Like, you just see that everywhere now. Like, yeah, but what does that have to do with the quota that's being made? I mean, I mean the, the Hollywood movies now, for Oscar consideration, they have to have that. If they don't, if they're not diverse enough, they can't be eligible. Yeah, but what does Encanto have to do with that? Because Encanto is just, you know, it's a, it's about a different culture and how it just, you know. Yeah, but that doesn't mean that they did it because of that. No, no, I'm just saying it's it's the more like how Oscar movies are like g- g- stories about other cultures and things like that, like Coco and Kanto. And well, I think I think I think Disney have always done that. Have they? I know. No, I mean like recent new Disney. Yeah, like Moana you know, was 2014. Yeah, yeah I that mean was like before. All th- I mean, I'm talking about like um, you know, remember the Disney like the hand drawn and stuff? Yeah, you see that, and then now like the new age okay. or something. I feel, I feel like I feel like you're getting. Two things mixed up, right? Okay. Because Disney itself was just a very white company. That's what I was saying, like the Song of the South and stuff. Yeah, so I think now that they've bringing in more... Like Lin-Manuel and stuff. Non-white people to do stuff. I don't think that has anything to do with the Oscars. Okay. Because I feel like if, if it has something to do with Oscars, they'll be doing the bare minimum. Really? You know what I mean? They'll be like, okay, here's um here's a, here's a, a thing about this and it's got this kind of audience attached to it or whatever. But because... They're going all out. I think it's just because Disney's kind of changed itself up recently where they're kind of going, all right, we'll bring in different directors because they've kind of really drained white culture, like white That's fairy what I'm tales saying. Like, I'm not saying that it's a bad thing, but I'm just saying it's just, you know, this is so obvious now in Hollywood movies that like, you know, they have, it's just obvious to see. But again, I don't think that's because of the Oscars. Not necessarily thing. Disney, just any movie up for Oscar debate and stuff like that, you know? I don't really see it. I don't really see it. I don't. I don't know. I, I don't see what you're trying to. I don't see what you're referencing. Like, I don't know. I'm just thinking of like stuff like Bridgerton and stuff, and how it's like an alternate history, and then they're putting like black people and pe- like in European monarchy and stuff. Mm. Like, I don't know. It's just. It's just. But, but, but is that because of this, or is that because they went? All right. No, just how? Just just like it. It's just called um, I don't know Oscar specifications or something. I tried to find out what I read. Bridgerton doesn't go to the Oscars. I know that, but I'm just that was the the, the example that just came up. But um, no, just uh, I don't know. I just read it and I was just like, oh, that's that makes so much sense with these movies uh, put forward to the Oscars. Mm. I uh, to be honest, I'm, I I I still don't see it. I don't think mm. because when when I'm looking at like the movies that are being put to the Oscars, it's still the same. Yeah, crap, really. So really, okay. Yeah, like they're always like trying to be like super profound. I don't, I don't, I don't see him because I'm like, oh, like they've got a black. Person. Like what I'm trying to say is like you know with the Marvel movies, mm. all of the main characters had like a specific black best friend. Yeah, Rhodey, uh, Captain Marvel's friend, uh, Monica Rambeau, all of that. Like, and that's and that's not because they're trying to meet black quotas. That's because that's an actual archetype in Hollywood. Really? Yeah. So when you look at so like th- pandering, that's what that's the word I think. I, I wouldn't say pandering. It's more, it, it. Think of it coming from the other other way. They're not trying to trying to um, pander towards these audiences. Mm. They're trying to give them the bare minimum, right? Uh, so which is not good. 
Yeah. Yeah. So it's a very specific trope that you see used in Hollywood and TV shows where they'll have a goofy black best friend. Uh, this where the the best friend is just a black guy, and that's just what they're doing. Like, all right, um, like instead of making a character that's well rounded, they're the best friend and they're black. Mm. Like, look at like Ned's to class. Ned's to classified, oh, yeah. right? Black best friend. Uh, it's it, it just an archetype. It's always like white male lead, female black friend. Yeah, or it's, even like with that's why like Zendaya is and everything now because she's that you know, and even then ethnicity you, and you, stuff. You can go into colorism with that. She's a light skinned black. Exactly, person, like so that's she's what I was palat- saying. Palatable to Hollywood. That's what yeah. I mean. Like that's why you see her in like everything now because mm-hmm. with the whole you know woke Hollywood or something. I would say like with, uh, it's not even woke. It's just. If it was woke, then they'll be actually trying. It just feels like they're just checking boxes, you know? Like, oh, we have to have this LGBT character, check. We have to have this black character, check. And, and that isn't work. That's just that's just them trying to... Meet the quota to, yeah. to be eligible for awards. Like, yeah. that, that's that's the thing which I'm trying to say. Like Yeah, and, like, there's no point in including these characters if they're not going to be written well. That's what I mean. If they're just there as a, just a um, quota or, like, just an archetype, you know... Mm. And, like... But the, but the thing is, right, the the idea behind this kind of stuff, it's like if you start including people passively, it means it opens up opportunities, which is the whole idea. Is like um, people may have like equal rights, and I'm using air quotations, but they don't have equal opportunity, which is the yeah. issue. And if you just put them just as that and put them as a background character, then or like even just to do a specific thing, like... Oh, this is uh, this person, and the whole aspect about the character is just the culture, and who's just doing that? Who's you know, like Phineas and Fur, Belgian. Oh my god, I hated Belgian. <laughs> I hated him because, oh. like, that's the thing with like brown characters, right? They fit like one of five archetypes. Oh. It's like taxi driver, doctor, school nurse. We gotta talk about Miss Marvel. Yeah, yeah. So taxi driver, doctor, school, uh, school nerd. Um, there's two others that I forgot. They and they, they always put like brown people into these roles, and it's just like, oh yeah, they own a corner shop. And the nerd, I've already said, oh, yeah, nerd. Said nerd. Or they own a they own a uh, bodega, or like yeah. they work at like a petrol station. Yep. And then there's undetermined where they is that mainly male brown characters? Oh, yes. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. Or it's like a family that do mm. that, or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Or they own an Indian restaurant. Yep, it has to be Indian. It can't be Pakistani. And like I was just seeing, like um, all like you know the the the, the growing the, the growing up uh, you know what's that show on Netflix with that brown girl? Uh, uh, Blackish. No, it was like um, written by a uh, Mindy Mindy. Mindy Kaling. All right, it's it was just always like with the the teen like the the teen brown girl growing up in America or whatever, um, and she goes to high school and you know those type of shows. Yeah, like like, and then she's always like looking slice for like, of life kind of thing. Yeah, wait, I think another one you're talking about. I think I do, I think I do. It's yeah, no, another one you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I forgot the name, and I was like, that's exactly what Mrs. Marvel's gonna be like, which is fine. Yeah, because like Miss, do you know much about comic book Miss Marvel? No. So essentially, she's like, she's this kid who's obsessed with superheroes, and she's like very like in the online spaces. So no, she's, uh, she's the she's Avengers doing, like, game. Yeah, yeah, she's doing like fan art. She's do, she make she writes um, fanfics and stuff like that, and she cosplays and stuff like that. Uh, so okay. that's like very much her character. So bringing bringing back bringing it back into like this high school sort of model, I'm actually kind of looking forward to that. When's it coming out? July. That's soon. Let me look it up. Because um, I know Doctor Strange is coming out. 
what next month. Yep, and then Thor Ragnarok is June. Oh, this year already. Yep, uh, Miss Marvel first episode eighth of June. Eighth of June. Yep, and then uh, well, Moon Knight would be well and over by then. Yes, because it's six episodes. Oh, only six. Yeah, not eight. They've all been six. Have they? Winter Soldier was six. Oh. Oh, the action and um, Wonder was six. Because everyone's saying, uh, I mean, that they've been hyping up. Wait till episode four of Moon Knight because something's gonna happen. I think we're gonna get a new okay. You know what we'll do? We'll cut some songs. We'll come back. We'll talk about Moon Knight. Yeah. Um. Oh yeah, Thor seventh of July. Okay. So there's no trailer or anything yet. I know, which I kind of like. There's been leaks, but nothing. Yeah. Remember when they they put the Hulk straight in the trailer? <laughs> yeah. Which is good because because. We know that the Hulk is there because it's a Planet Hulk storyline. Mm. If you didn't know that, you wouldn't be as, as invested. True. Because if if yeah, them putting the Hulk was a smart marketing choice because they went, guys, we're doing Planet Hulk, and you're like, yes. With this whole trilogy in uh, Ragnarok, Infinity War, and Endgame, yeah. which worked. I, I thought it worked. Yeah, same. All right, well, let's cut some music. We'll be back in a bit. Uh, this is Dean Lewis. And then I said to the farmer. I what did you say? I said, those aren't my chickens. Those are my eggs. And that's what came <laughs> first. The yeah. eggs. Yeah. Um, God, I hate myself. <laughs> <laughs> let's, should we just dive into Moon Knight? No, let's do that. Episode one and two is out currently. Yes. So, so let's talk about that. Spoiler, not even a spoiler-free zone. If you haven't watched Moon Knight and you want to, join us back in about half an hour. Mm-hmm. So we're gonna dive in. Speaking of which, episode one, the song. I it's grew up so on that good, song. Right? I grew up on that song. I didn't know the song beforehand. Really? Okay. Everyone on TikTok are eating it up. It's such a good song. Like I, uh, yeah. dad and all that used to listen to it all the time. Really? Yeah. So I was like, that's a cool. He's Indian too. So. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, it's a long story with that artist with my family. So. Oh really? <laughs> yeah. Bad story? No. Apparently, story? my 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 granddad, right? When he was younger, he used to play at that singer's house or something they were like the really rich indian family or oh, something okay but then they lost in touch over the years and that's that so oh wow that, that's what mom used to tell me i'd, I'd say it, i don't know if it's accurate but I, i'd say it's pretty accurate like he used to go play they had this big big house engelbert what was his name um the, the singer and like he was he was such a famous singer in his peak so he was like with the beatles and all that so that's yeah, I think 60s or 70s, but he was a really famous dude. He made some good music. That's pretty neat. Mm. Yeah. So, um, so we'll go episode by episode. So yeah, let's do that. Uh, what are your overall thoughts of the episode? <laughs> Very British. <laughs> <laughs> Very British, isn't it? <laughs> I felt like um, the cinematography is really good. Yeah. Um, and it just doesn't feel like a Marvel show. It, feel, like, it feels yeah. uh, very different. It doesn't look like it doesn't give me the vibes of Hawkeye. It doesn't give me the vibes of Falcon. It just feels maybe he's a new IP, but um, it just feels very different. It doesn't seem traditional. It seems very experimental. Yeah, yeah. Because this is like the director's first big gig. Mm. This is his first big. Didn't star. he? He. Di- I think he directed Fantastic. Did he? Nope. That's Joshua Trank. He directed some bad movie. I remember. <laughs> uh, I, I was. I was looking up his. Um, Wikipedia or IMBD or something. He directed some. No, no, I, no. I wasn't. No, he didn't direct Umbrella Academy. Um, nope. That's Eric. Um, yeah, I'll just look it up now. Yeah, he directed something uh, pretty bad. 
Well, I mean, this, I think, uh, uh, okay, I'm DB. I'll go to character, director, sorry. No, that's creator. Yeah. Oh, no, I need, I need the director. Does he have an IMDb? Should do. Uh, old cast and crew. Gosh, I just want everything to be accessible. Uh, is it Moab Diab? Mohammed, sorry, Diab? Mm. Is that him? Cause there's, no, I there's think it might be the other guy. There's three different directors. And no, one of them directed or was a key part of something pretty bad. Um, I think the main one. There's three. Are they all equally built? And they've all done five episodes each. Okay. Uh, so he's written Clash. Oh no, so the Egyptian guy who is like leading this. Uh, he's done. Let's see. He's done lots of writing. Mm-hmm. There's a movie called Cairo that he did. Clash and Mirror. No, something um, pretty popular. Okay, I'm looking at the other ones now. Director, Something in the Dirt. He did an s- episode of Loki, Twilight Zone, Wrecked, s- uh, Resolution, Producer, let's have a look. Um, writer, let's have a look. Nothing that I can recognize. Well, let me and I'm going it. to Aaron Moorhead right now. Uh, he's done a lot of... Ci- he's a cinematographer. Mm-hmm. Massive dude. Um, yeah, the other ones I don't recognize at all. Are you sure? Yeah, I'll, I'll try to find it for you. Okay. Um, but yeah, no, I'm thoroughly enjoying this. Okay. Yeah, it's really good. Um, what, like, one of the th- motifs that I've noticed is, like, reflections and how they're playing a part in it. Yes. No, the, that's it's, good. It's, 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 it, I'm a sucker for good, like, or basically good cin- cinematography. Like, just the use of reflections, I think, is... It's really creative. Yeah, and, like, how sometimes we're looking at a reflection, but we end up aren't looking at a reflection. We've been looking at the real scene but it's played yeah yeah and how he's used the reflections to help um show how these two characters that are living inside one another are reacting to the same thing do you know much of the history of moon knight i'm going i don't know much i know a little bit okay it's basically it's very similar to what we're seeing right okay um moon knight is an avatar conju um but one of the things that came into play with the comics is he can do all these great things. I don't think he has many powers in the comics at all. He's not like super strong like he's. No, this. he's just a. He's like, just a that's guy. why they compare him to Batman. Yeah, he's just a guy, right? It's, and, sch- it's schizophrenia, I think. Uh, well, it was schizophrenia, and then they updated it to dissociative identity disorder. Oh, okay. Because that was one of the. Co- mis- like, as mental health sort of education increased, that kind of increased. Mm. Um, yeah, so he he has DID, and he's got a bunch of different personalities. He's got Mark Spector, Stephen Grant, Jake Lockley, who we, we get to see if we see him at all. Yeah. And, yeah, and so he's just the person who... What we the, the comics are often through his lens, and sometimes it's hard to know what's in his head and what's, and real what's in real life. Yeah. And it's like, sometimes he has powers, or does he? Because we don't know if... But he, he doesn't have two, like Stephen and Mark. That's not the only two. He has more, right? Jake Lockley is is one of the more prominent ones. Mm -hmm. And Mr. Knight, who we've seen. Yeah, but he wasn't meant to... In the the comics, he's not like like that. He is more serious. He's like a businessman. Yeah, but he's just like a a suit. So he just put a suit on. Um, But yeah, so it's it's a lot of fun. Moon Knight is very sort of... Not complicated, but very mysterious. The the writer I was talking about, Jeremy Slater. His work on films such as Fantastic Four and Death Note. 
Oh, Jeremy Slater. Mm. And and the Umbrella Academy and Exorcist. Oh, I can see it. I can see it. Yeah. yeah. So he writer. he did he did the he wrote the Death Note, you know, the remake on Netflix. But I mean, the writing isn't often what's bad with this stuff. Like no, with no, Fantastic no. with Fantastic, mm. the writing wasn't bad. It was because yeah, he 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 was the executive producer for the um the writer for the Umbrella Umbrella Academy. Yeah. So that's what I mean. Like you can see the outside. Not outside influence, but the more, you know, he knows what he's doing, mm. that type of thing. Uh, I'm seeing what else he's up to. Oh, he got thanked for this for the Suicide Squad. Oh, James the gun one. He got thanked for it. Thanked what, on um, IMBD. Yeah, which means he probably had some kind of influence on it. He's currently writing a movie called Coyote versus Acme, which is about Wiley Coyote. Oh, cool. Yeah, it's gonna be interesting. Starring Chris Pratt. <laughs> Don't. <laughs> no, it's almost a little bit worse. John Cena. As Coyote. I don't know at what what as. Uh, I'm still salty about him being Garfield and Mario. Yeah, leave leave some. Like of I was seeing, uh, I was seeing something they wrote about the opening scene to the Mario movie. It starts off with the Mar- the the usual Mario voice, and it's like, oh well, that's how I used to sound like. Well, nowadays I'm in. So and so, so and so. I feel like that's fake. That's got to be fake. No, I mean like a fan. Oh, thing. okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, I feel like that's what they'd probably do. It's a me. That's what I used to sound like. This ain't your grandmother's Mario movie. No, well, I, I just he's like, oh, I just hate common Italian stereotypes, you know. Jeez, it's gonna be so bad. <laughs> and then Jack Black's Bowser. That's right. That's gonna be fun. Mm. That's gonna be fun. I can feel like the whole Jim Carrey, um, Doctor Eggman yeah. type thing. Mm. Yeah, that. I want to watch School of Rock again. It's good. Okay, so uh, yeah, yeah Moon Knight episode. episode one. <laughs> so yeah, it was they didn't explain anything. It was just mainly backstory from Steven's character, how he's in the museum. Well, that isn't backstory. That's a story at that point. We haven't got any backstory. No, because apparently, according to the comics, Steven is the alias or something. Uh, the main guy's Mark. Yeah, yeah the, the main guy's Mark. So the fact that they focus on Steven first, and they cut away when he turned into Mark. No, I quite like how they went an entire episode mm. without showing any Moon Knight stuff. Yeah. Um, and I thought they'd remove all the blood and stuff. Did you see about the whole Falcon Winter Soldier, the editing scenes? and Apparently that wasn't meant to happen. Mm. So it came out, they said, oh yeah, this wasn't actually meant to happen. They, okay. they made not a bunch of mistakes, but I think what happens in editing is they do a bunch of different variations on a scene. And I think that they were trying to touch up some stuff i don't i don't know oh, the okay details. i don't want to presume because uh, what, what they were saying like, i don't know some people were saying they made me a pg version of disney plus and then like an actual m version of disney plus so like if kids are watching it they can chuck on the pg version or g version of it and they can watch falcon winter soldier edited no blood or whatever but i don't know why they'd be watching that but the options there i mean because it's superheroes that's why yeah so like they they, they have this kids version and have the real version yeah, yeah. I mean, I, th- I think it already is. Um, like, I don't know, with the whole Deadpool 3 and stuff, I guess. Yeah. I think it, I think it already is PG anyway. Mm. In America, I mean, PG th- PG-13, sorry. Because um, I, I remember when they did the Deadpool for kids movie. Like, they did the ed- they did an editor of Deadpool yes, 2. Yes, yes. And they literally removed all the offensive stuff. Yeah, and then it was told as if it was like the Princess Bride kind of thing. Yeah, like a Christmas movie or something. Yeah. Um... Easy, yeah. So I quite, I, I really enjoyed the first episode. How they, they stuck with one of with Stephen, who's like an alter that we don't know at this point. Is Stephen meant to be poor? Because that apartment, though. 
that's just London, baby. But apparently, like in London, like you get a lot smaller mm. thing. But he got a pretty big joint. Like it's like a library in there. I mean, he's not meant to be poor. He's just meant to be a guy. Mm. I don't think he's meant to be one of the anything. But like off that museum salary. He's a gift shop salary. Yeah, that's even worse. Yeah. No, I don't think he's meant to be poor. He's not struggling because mm. he's missing days, yeah. right? He's missing days without pay, obviously. Um, and losing his job wasn't the biggest thing. He went to go eat steak that night. No, that's I, true. I don't. I don't think. I don't think. Yeah, I don't think he's struggling at all. I think he's just living. But I really like how. Um, and Mark's probably doing stuff to get him money anyway. That, no, that's yeah. probably no, no. I really like how um with Oscar Isaac playing the two characters you can really feel that they're distinct, even though mm. they're the same person. Yeah. Especially just with just the in, last in, episode. Just in the stance and the And the, the, the face, how he clenches his face. So like, yeah. I don't know, it's very subtle, but um, it's yeah. you can tell, I, I, you know, I didn't, you can tell that they're two different people, I, even which with, is really weird. Even if they had the exact same accent, yeah, you could easily tell. Yeah, because it seems like Mark is very dark. Like you can see like in the whole... Um, you know when in episode two when they're reviewing the security footage, mm. when Mark comes out and he's just like deadpanning the camera. He just yeah, he walks as more like confident. Steven has a bit of a hunch, maybe. Yeah, and he, his mouth is really open all the time, yeah. like he's a gape. Whereas Mark's like he knows what he's doing. But yeah, no, that first episode, I I loved. I really like that the the chase scene with Wham's "Wake Me Up Before You." I like I like the Avatar joke. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> which brings up some questions, right? Where does Zoe? S- Salda- Zoe Saldana fit in this universe. Well, it's a multiverse. Yeah, but like, who plays, who plays her in in the, the, the this, is, this is just going to go back to the whole um, Captain America Winter Soldier debate with the whole the book which he showed it to him with all the Star Wars and Samuel Jackson. Oh yeah, yeah. But I mean, with Star Wars, you can sort of conclude that like well, that Mace ma- Windu was. Well, no, no, no. Maybe it was just the prequels. Then no, the, the the episodes four to six they have not referenced anything. Beyond episodes four to six, mm, but they're still in the same universe. Well, no, no, that's the thing. Those movies can exist on their own. You don't need to have episodes one, two, three for those movies to exist. Mm. They came out before them in this universe. One, two, three just might not exist because mm. they haven't referenced anything in the prequels. Yeah, not like it's all been Emperor Palpatine, Darth Vader, Empire Strikes Back. That's everything that's been mentioned. Eighty eighties and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They have not mentioned so. so yeah, no, but the thing true. is, but now this is now that they're actually bringing it in. But but with Avatar. You can't not include Zoe Saldana. Well, maybe Gamora was famous as she did a voice acting gig. <laughs> yeah, um, I've got this this green alien to play a blue alien. I mean, she has a lot of time now. <laughs> but I mean, she only appeared on Earth in uh, twenty. It's just funny how they're like Zoe Saldana's in the top two box office movies or something. Yeah, <laughs> and like, yeah, it's just so mean. Like everyone watches it for Zoe Saldana. Mm, yeah. No. Um. But yeah, I, I I did quite like that meme. I quite like Ethan Hawke so far as well. Yeah, I haven't watched many of his other stuff. Yeah, no, neither. But he was a really good actor. Like, especially with, um, already going on to episode two, he was just so, like, charismatically culty leader yeah. guy. He was just so friendly, and then when he got serious, he was serious. My very, okay, so I've got a friend I work with, and he, he, lo- he loves these movies, right? Mm. These shows. And so I jokingly... St- start watching them at work and he gets pissed off because I'm watching them at work, right? Yeah. And he's just like, and like, he's like, what are you doing? I'm like, oh man, you, you should see this. Look what's, he's like, no, 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 no. Uh-huh. And like, I'm just taking the piss out of him. But like the the scene where like the opening scene of Moon Knight and I'm like, oh, this man. He hadn't watched it at, the, at that time? No, no. He's, because 
we work on Wednesdays, so we work when it's coming out. Oh, right? yeah, yeah. And we're, I'm just like, oh, you should see this. He's getting some water. He's <laughs> drinking some water. And then he's like, oh, my God, shut up. I'm like, that's fine. There's no spoilers. Then when I went home and I continued watching it, two seconds after, he smashes it up, <laughs> puts it in his shoes, and I'm like, Oh, I know, man. right? Yeah, that was so weird. But I like that. And then when you notice, whenever he walks, you can hear the cutting, cutting. When he kicks that soccer ball in the second episode, you can hear the glass shift. But why does he do it? it I think it's like a, um, a pain thing. Okay. So he's going, I'm punishing myself to even walk this earth, that means I must be good of heart. It's like, it's, it's his sick, twisted way of how he sees um, Amit, where he's just like, she's judging everything. Would you still be able to walk like that? Apparently so. Well, I mean, it's just like, if... And Moon Knight has no powers. <laughs> <laughs> well, apparently he's... Str- I, I want to know what powers he actually has now. Because mm-hmm. he is strong, super strong. He does need to visit a podiatrist. A what? A podiatrist. Po- podiatrist. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, uh, apparently, yeah. Moon Knight's got super strength. Yeah. Because we've seen, like, Crunch. Uh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I want to know if they're going to try and bring in anything else, because that will be interesting. He's got <laughs> he's got magically replicating boomerang, moon, moonerangs. Moonerang, yeah. Because you see him take him out of his centered chest, but they're, they're That's just exactly like how Robert Pattinson did it with mm. his... um. But what what's the clothing made out of? Um, magic. Magic. God. Cotton. <laughs> yeah. Silk. I don't know. It's it, it's meant to be like first of all vibranium. The costume design is wonderful. Oh, it is great. Um, and I love it. Uh, but yeah, no, it, I think this is magic. I think this is because ma- I've seen the trailer for like some other stuff, and it's kind mm. of bulletproof. Okay. Like his well, his cape is at least. Um, but yeah, I I, I don't know. I want to. So something that I have noticed is the CGI is a bit janky with Moon Knight. With the um, Egyptian gods. Nope, with Moon Knight. How so? If you ever see him right on move, most of that isn't real. Oh, like the little bit of um, with his cape movements or something like that? No, just him. Like, um, So the costume is fully CG? Most of the costume is CG, except for when he's standing still and he's having like an interaction. Though okay. a lot of the time it's a digital replica. Why? Why can't they... Maybe maybe it's hard to maybe they didn't get animate the, the wind, animate the cape and stuff like that. Well, m- maybe they didn't get the um, costume done in time. Maybe it could be a multitude of reasons. But like when he's running on the rooftops, none of that is real. When he does like the leap uh, away from the jackal, it's all. Oh yeah, he looks really rubbery. And there's moments like again with the yeah, there are some bits where flying croissant. The, <laughs> the CGI is just not holding up. Not with any like the jackal looks great. Mm. The uh, the hole to hell or whatever looks great. It's just Moon Knight himself doesn't look fantastic. Mm. Um, I didn't notice it that much. I guess because of um, the lighting. I guess he stands out so much in the dark. But um, I don't know. I'll probably I'll, I'll I'll keep it noted when I'm watching it tomorrow. See if I can. Okay, I'm gonna pull up the best scenes. Uh, I hope you might be able to see it if I full screen that. Um, cause okay, hopefully it pulls up some actual Moon Knight stuff. Cause I'll, uh, I I want to try and show you what I mean. Um, it's when he's got the outfit, so it should be fair. Come on, it's got to be in here. Like, e- even the transformations when he becomes, like, actually Moon Knight. 
like if you watch it, it, it does look a bit. It looks great, but also oh like, that yeah, it just doesn't look that good. Like the way the hood comes up, not that great. It look like that, mm-hmm. not good. It, it looks you know what it looks like Black Panther. Oh yeah, the I see. Yeah, 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 I see. I see. Where it, it just looks really rubbery, mm. and like yeah, like that kind of stuff, not good. They're like Moon Knight is the better Venom. <laughs> Explain. Oh, he's got something in his head, and he's like talking to himself in the mirror and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no. It's just there, there. There's a lot of stuff where it just doesn't feel good. Mm. Um, you know, it's insane to think about. Like, as much as the saturation with Marvel now, they're not one of the biggest franchises in the world. Like, that's still Pokemon, I think, and Nintendo, which is really crazy. It's because there's more Japanese people than there are Americans. No, I mean, like, um, you know, you see how these films are doing worldwide and stuff such a everyone's talking about it but like freaking hello kitty bro but i think it's got the established history yeah mcu started in 2008 nintendo's been around since 1890 oh so it's all that accumulation of all oh stuff. yeah yes yes like and they've been there forever you know mm. so look at this scene so this is seen after uh mr knight becomes moon knight just the way he walks it it's not it's it's all digital Oh yeah, I see. Yeah, it doesn't seem like someone's actually walking. Exactly. So I think they've done a lot of digital replacements in this, and it must there must be a reason for it because like all of that's real, Um, that's fake. That's probably fake. That's definitely fake, Um, and it just looks a bit too. Yeah. What's the What's the woman's name? His wife. Layla. Layla. I like how um apparently. Layla was based Steven's interests were based on Layla's or yes. something I, I like that which kind of helps with the DID thing because like the way dissociative identity disorder works it's like you an alter helps when you're suffering trauma right so if he's been through a traumatic event especially when his past as a mercenary mm. and Layla was there the alter's there to sort of replicate Layla's likes and interests so it gives him a sense of comfortability yeah. which is why he's such a quote-unquote boring man you know he's got a very very sensible job Mm. he enjoys the things that he enjoys to give mark some relief from all the gunfight you know because i think they've got like actual like consultants on this and everything like that which like is good because dissociative identity disorder has never been portrayed well in any kind of movie or anything yeah marvel's really been advocating for mental health type properties yeah, like One Division stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah, like Did, wait this bit. Wait, hold up. Well, he does this whole like leap there. Gross, horrible. Like oh yeah, yeah. It like very blocky and static. Mm. But I really, I don't know. When I first saw it, I love the Moon Knight Disney Plus logo. That was yes. really cool. I, yes. Yeah. He he his his feet are really stiff when he jumps. Yeah. And um, it feels really like squarish and. It yeah, it just looks like. No, I see. Yeah, the modeling's been a bit dumb. Like, you compare that to when, what, Tobey Maguire's jumping from buildings and, mm. like, and he's just, like, moving his legs and stuff like that. Then he's just, he's just, just, just straight, like a flying, like, brick. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Which, yeah, there, there could be a billion reasons why it is this way. Um, no, Marvel has really tight um, production times and stuff, I guess. So they have to put out all these things per year. Which is why Black Panther suffered is because of these production times. Even Spider-Man would have suffered, I would say. You know, with all these um, the, the camera panning and stuff, with COVID restrictions and 
actors not being in the same scene as each other and yeah uh, a lot a lot of the the city stuff during the day like the first act of spider-man especially around flash mm. not good if you rewatch the movie yeah there's like you know the scene where he's on tiktok and then they go down the hall behind him yeah such a bad scene no i'd say like we'd, we'd have a, such a different spider-man movie if it wasn't for the virus. oh it, yeah it would be a lot better but then it, it's hard to think of something better because this feels perfect almost. but i guess like it's well like spider-man such a big ip and like preventing spoilers and stuff mm-hmm. you know you compare that to the eternals who had the freedom to do whatever they wanted and use real world locations yeah yeah um because i think the eternals was pre-pandemic right mm. we didn't talk about um the joker scene oh yeah we didn't we get talk chance. about that yeah 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 um so you got any other thoughts on moon Knight? i thought it was really good um I was a bit, you know, the first episode, I don't know what's going on. Yeah, but I, I, which is I, kind of the point because you're in his shoes, right? That's the thing. Like, yeah. um, literally his glassed <laughs> shoes. <laughs> yeah, his, his crunchy shoes. Um, but yeah, he's, uh, he's just uh, not doing well with his boss in the museum. Mm. And then, I don't know, he's looking at security footage and then sees himself. And then when he's talking to himself, you can see that there's two different people talking to each other. Yes. Like you see um, Stephen in the mirror and Stephen's the one trapped. Now Mark's in control. Yep. 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 So, and I, I didn't get, um, you know, I was liking um, Ethan Hawke's character, but then like at the end, he just killed that dude. Oh, cause no, no. Cause he, he, he did the same thing that he did to that woman in the, in the first thing. He judged him using, uh, Amit's powers. He didn't judge him in the last one. He just shot him, didn't he? No, he did. He judged him. Did he judge him? Yeah, that's why he grabs him, and then the guy just like convulses and dies. So the, the the, guy, that, that's not explained scarab- at the moment. It, it what is. he does? Yes, it is. So what is it? He judges them based on because he was the old Moon Knight before, wasn't he? No. No, he had the powers of. Some- yes, the power. He's the avatar Amit. Yeah, so I thought he was the old Moon Knight or something no, like that. No, okay. he's, the, he's the avatar of Amit. So okay. Um, so, uh, Moon Knight's avatar of Khonshu, mm. which is the uh, Greek god, the Egyptian god of the moon. Amit is her, like god of like destruction, like it's like a oh, like a Venus or Mars <laughs> or something like that. Kinda, but it's more sort of boogeyman level stuff, where it's not really like one of the like main gods, right? It's kind of like on the side, and uh, yeah, but he's he's her avatar. But there's been many avatars of Conju over the past. There's been avatars of Amit over the past. And when Stephen wakes up the first time, we've got the dislocated jaw and he's in that... Um, truck? No, he's not in the truck, but it's it's before the truck scene takes place. He's, he's at like the cult meeting. Then um, Ethan uh, Harrow, his name is actually, uh, judges the woman because he's got the tattoos on his hands. Mm. And then that tattoos go red, and he's like, "I'm sorry," and he kind of like sucks the life out of her. Yeah. So that that that's what that is. So he judges them on their goodness of their character, or yeah, it's kind of like a major plot that that they've discussed, where he he uses Amit's powers to judge people based on what they're going to do, and if they're doing bad stuff, then he just wipes them off. Oh, I so see. He, so whereas Moon Knight, Khonshu is judging people on what they have done. And so it's kind of like the uh, the balance. Oh, so he's judging on what they're going to do. Yes. And but you can change the future. Kinda. It's 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 one of those things where it's like, it, it it's like thought policing, which is like. Uh, free I see. Will, so like. this this links to Loki so much. 
Yes, yes. So I, I see why they released it, I guess, after Loki now. That makes sense. Yeah, but also, like, is, this is just, like, a famous um, philosophical debate, right? Have you seen the Minority Report? No. So it's a movie set in the future. I heard a lot of... who Who's in it? Tom Cruise. Yeah. It's a movie set in the future, and basically he works for people called the Minority Report, and what happens is they fire people who are going to... <laughs> What? The Minority Report. <laughs> I was like, I think it's like There's some a black man. <laughs> Indian sitcom or something. <laughs> yeah. It's just, uh, yeah. Like an Evan Almighty, like, you know. Um, what was it called? Uh, what, what, I was thinking of Bruce Almighty with um, Steve Carell and stuff. Like, oh. he's just reporting, like, but instead of Steve Carell, it's like some Indian guy. <laughs> it's, like, it's like the Trevor Noah show. The yeah, show. yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway. Um, but yeah, yeah uh, so it's a serious movie. Yes. Okay. So it's like a sci-fi movie. Okay. Basically, they have... Blade Runner-esque type thing. Yeah, they have these three sort of psychic people who can who are just linked into everybody, right? And they can they can see when someone's about to commit a crime. And if it's like a violent crime, the minority minority report go in and apprehend them before they do it, right? And just so the thought of doing it, not that they haven't acted on it. Well, or. yeah, it's, it's not just the thought. It's like everything's leading up to it, right? And so he's working for these people, and then suddenly he gets targeted. Because he's going to do something bad and then he's running away from them. So like, it's kind of like, this is like a big like theme in a uh, lot of stuff where it's like, is judging people for what they're going to do worse or better than judge waiting for the evil to happen and then condemning them? Oh, you just remind me of that Will Smith movie. Which one? The one where he's, has, he's getting targeted by himself in the past at his prime. Oh, Gemini Man? Gemini Man. <laughs> Jeez. I never watched uh, it. Yeah, I saw a bit about it, uh, a bit about it. Yeah. Well, even that's coming up in the mic. Hmm. Like that, like me just tapping the pen. That's uh, so. It's really. I had that as well. <laughs> anyway, anytime I move in this chair, it, I can hear it getting picked up. Yeah. So, who's your um favorite character in Moon Knight? You'd say Oscar Isaac's character. Which one? <laughs> um, I mean, Stephen or. I think, I think Stephen's a lot of fun mm. because his English accent isn't terrible, right? But what it, it it's just not great. It's not accurate, apparently. Well, he's he's very posh English, but then he's using vernacular from mm. uh, sort of like the lower class of London. Um, and but the thing is, he's not British. He's an English. He's an American person with an alter who's got a British accent. So it kind of makes sense. Yeah. And like, I, I don't know, I just love that he's a little bit of a of a twerp. Uh, now, speaking of accents, I wanted to talk to you about um, that scene in Kingsman. How um, Michael Caine's character, when he dies, his accent slightly changes to a Cockney accent, which is like signifies lower class, apparently. In, did you, did you pick that up? Yeah. Um, when he betrayed him, um, when, when he switched to drinks with him. And then uh, Michael Caine drank the poison drink, and then his accent changes. And how he was like looking down on Eggsy, because he is like, "Oh, you're you're you know you're lower class and you're not privileged or whatever." But then just before he dies, his accent slightly changes to show that he was from lower class when he. Oh, I want I want to see this. I did, I was gonna say I thought you'd pick that up. I because I I I didn't pick that up, but I saw a comment about it, so I went and watched it again. Um, that scene. Yeah. Um, I'll look it up. He was Arthur, wasn't he? I think so, yeah. 
Reckless Will Arthur. Here we go. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna listen to it. So it's gonna come through the the audio, mm. but it's fine because it's not music. Or is it? Michael Caine. Oh, Michael Caine. Michael Caine. Ah, what what is it? What is it? Where he's just like. At the very end, after he took in the poison, you compare his voice before and after. This has no audio. I I can't get the audio out. Actually, I can. Hold up, hold up. Oh no, nothing's working. Okay, hold on. I'm gonna watch it on my phone. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I, I I do want to hear this now. Mm. And I do want to hear. Um, we can just edit this out. This little fumble. Uh, oh, that's how you spell after it. Okay. Galahad. You click it. I die. Time to make your decision. I'll go on with you with Harry. This is an edited version. Yes, they're Yeah, you're right, he does. Hmm. Interesting. Interesting. Bit of so bit of hypocrisy on this path. Yeah, yeah. Which is because it's it, it is a movie about like classism as well. Yeah. Which is I, I, I like movies that add a little bit of fun into there. You know. You watch Parasite. Yes. Do you like it? Yeah, it was very good. I thought it was a bit unconventional. Like the ending was just a complete bloodbath. Yeah, but that's kind of quite like that. Yeah. Because it just went. I, I felt I don't know. I felt Squid Game did it better, but I understand what Parasite did. Like with the whole dichotomy of the lower class living. It was Squid Game over. was too in your face about it. Parasite at least had some kind of subtlety, like how um, the the rain in Parasite was an inconvenience to the rich, but all the poor people they lost were just everything. lost everything. Yeah, yeah, and like you can see, like how when when they do something, like the difference in how both parties are reacting to the same issue. Mm. And then the, then when the when the boss is walking up the stairs and the the, the crazy guy underneath, he's just like he's like, oh, the automatic lights are working, but no, this guy is actually. Yeah. That was weird. <laughs> it was good. I liked it. I liked it. Mm. Um, but yeah, anything else on, on Moon Knight? Moon Knight. Oh, I'm interested to see where it goes. I'm interested for episode four. Me too. I think the, another thing that I forgot to mention is this is going to be like one of the first like proper bits of Jewish representation apparently in Marvel. Really? Yeah, which feels like it's taken a long time for that. Hmm. Like. Very explicit. Yeah, because um, Mark Spector's Jewish. Is he's, he? he's a son of a rabbi. Oh. And he's in this, it's quite small, but he's wearing a Star of David necklace. And if you look mm. at the post credits, the post credits, the end credits, it, it, it says like they've got a, a, a Jewish consultant on. Oh, for accuracy? Yes. And like respectfulness and all that kind of stuff. And because Oscar Isaac, he's Jewish by birth, but not Jewish by. Um, uh, like he's Jewish via ethnicity, but not via religion. Oh. That makes sense because it's gonna because it's an ethno religion. So like, you can be Jewish just by descent, but he hasn't practiced anything himself. So. Oh, that's just like um Aya Cash from the Boys, how she was uh, playing a Nazi, but she was Jewish. 
Uh. And but she's not a practicing Jewish. Yeah. But I don't know. Do you think the whole um in, in media nowadays how they're making Jewish people play Nazis like Taika Waititi and Jojo Rabbit? I feel like, that's is that empowering or is that like? Oh, hundred percent. Yeah. Or is it like you know? It, it's spitting on the face of it, Nazis. It's, it's it, yeah. It's making fun of them mm. because in Jojo Rabbit, that Hitler was just like a dumbass, right? Yeah. And so you've got this brown guy who is Jewish playing Hitler. Like that's kind of it's taken away all the power from the fact that he's Hitler. Mm. The only thing that makes him Hitler is he's got a dumb mustache, right? Yeah. And I, I feel like I feel like that's the best way to do it, especially when you're not doing it seriously. Because mm. you know Stormfront isn't like like the boys isn't a super serious show. No, but it tackles a lot of serious themes. Yes, but the show itself is satirical. Every it's it's a satire, like no, and and you can really feel that you could live in that world because it's exactly like ours. Exactly, and that's that, that's what a good satire does, you know. So yeah, I I think because I watched uh, Django again, Unchained. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's a good movie. I haven't seen it. Oh, you haven't watched it? It's really good. Christoph Waltz is a great I'm not, actor. I'm not a fan of Tarantino. Really. I just feel like a lot just of watching Glorious. Uh, I've, seen, I've seen that. That's a great movie. One of the best opening scenes of all time. Again, like Tarantino does some good scene writing, right? Like just like those scenes where it's just people sitting down and just having a chat, but just like from like a an actual sort of like dialogue situation, action stuff like that. It seems a bit overrated. No, that's <laughs> just, fair. Yeah. Um, he has a more like, yeah. Sometimes in his movies, he just random th- title cards, random zooms in. Like yeah. he has some random quirky type I things. Mean, I don't mind. T- I love title cards. Don't get me wrong. I mm. do love, but not as like Suicide Squad one. Like this is Deadshot. Here's yeah, his likes. Yeah. Here's his dislikes. But then you got the title cards in the Suicide Squad, which are. Which makes sense. Which Those are good. In the scene, you know? You know Instead um, of just giving a credit info dump on the character, yeah. they showed us in the new one. Yeah. No, but, um, yeah, so I, I, I love when uh, filmmakers split up their thing into chapters or they have, like, a phrase that's going to be said in this chapter which kind of brings it together. Yeah. I think they did that in Glorious, right? Oh, yeah, they know. did They did that, yeah. yeah. But I like that. But I think with Tarantino, is he just... Like, I, I, I enjoyed Inglorious Bastards. But I didn't like... Uh, it's not that I didn't like um, Reservoir Dogs. I just couldn't get into it. I haven't watched that. I only watched three of his movies. Inglorious, Django, and Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. I haven't seen that one. Uh, I reckon you'd like Django, though. Maybe. It deals a lot of its slavery and about oppression. and I don't know. And, and Leonardo DiCaprio plays the bad guy, which is really yeah. cool to see. And he um, wanted a scene in the movie where he slams his fist against a tabletop. He's he actually cuts, bleeding, yeah. yeah, in the scene. And uh, no, Samuel Jackson's great in that movie too. So I reckon it's a really good movie. I reckon give it a chance. I think it's on Netflix. But I don't know. I, I felt that it was a really, it could be really tense sometimes in that movie. Yeah. But it was also had like this quirky nature and like satirical type of thing. Yeah. I just feel like Quincy Tarantino doesn't feel like he's... I don't want to say earned. Mm. I want to say because I haven't watched Pulp Fiction. Apparently, that's his magnum opus, like his yeah. his the film. But like a lot of the stuff that he does, if another filmmaker did that, it'll make their film considered bad. But in the movies that he does, it's mm. like, oh, that makes it art or whatever. And I feel like I think because he was the pioneer of it, and um, maybe, everyone's maybe. basing on him. But I mean, you compare him, Edgar Wright does something similar. Yeah, uh, you know, Baby Driver cinema and you know like like the flash pans and yeah titles and 
you know how he does the you, you watch baby driver right yeah it's one of my favorite movies yeah yeah you know how like how they sync the mu- music to everything yes like that i don't know like that that's cool yeah but like i don't know i think i don't know if tarantino is he edgar wright influenced by tarantino and stuff like like stuff like that i mean like tarantino i think he did the the thing first and other directors expanded on it or copied him yeah but i, I don't know because when, when i'm watching his movies they feel there's some things that just feel super unnecessary oh yeah yeah definitely and I'm, like and i'm watching it, and it, and it it reminds me that i'm watching a movie which is not what you want oh like like in glorious especially when um the samuel jackson narration bits when he's like saying shushana owns a film studio here are all these tapes which are very flammable like yeah, yeah i see like and and stuff like that um he really likes his food in the movies. Yeah. <laughs> like the really zoomed in shot of the, 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 the whipped cream. Oh, food? Add a T on the end of that instead of a D. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. His, 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 his interests. Very. Yeah. He but, but I don't know. Like, no, okay, he can so make good movies. I'll, g- I'll give you an example of what I, I, I take issue with. It's, like I, it's from Django. I know because like I saw some people break down the scene. Okay. It's when someone's what scene is at, this? Like at... I'll describe it. It's when someone's at the top of a staircase and he shoots. Oh, yeah. Else. And then the woman goes the other way. Yeah. Yeah, that, that's the point. I just don't like that. You don't like it because you haven't watched it in context of the movie. No, no. But like it also, it it, it 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 feels like you're not, it feels like you're watching a movie, you know? Like with scenes like that. It's like like it's he shoots it from one angle and she goes sideways. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's funny. Like, I don't know. It's hard to explain. Like there's lots of stuff that, that he does. Like it isn't just that. Like Kill Bill. I enjoyed some of that, especially when it's like when you have like the Kill Bill sirens and the dramatic zooms in, and it's just like and like Lucy Lou's there. And the I dude. haven't watched any of Kill Bill. It, it's fun because it takes itself not seriously from the get go. It's over the top from the beginning. Yeah. But with like other movies, like I guess like The Hateful Eight, there was just like it was a really weird vibe from that one. I guess. Okay. And I've heard One Spot of Time in Hollywood is not that great. No, it, it was like it was a bit boring. Yeah, you see, he's had like. A fair few misses, and he's being—he's always celebrated as his master. Because his peaks were the peaks. You know, Pulp Fiction. I think it's one of the, the second highest rated movie on IMDb. Okay, how many movies has he made? A lot. Nine. Has he? Okay. Because he—he's—he he said once he makes his ten mo- tenth movie, he'll stop. Okay. He's made nine movies, and he's already failing some of them. Right? Like some of them aren't as. Well, the man needs a break. <laughs> I, I'll, I'll look it up because. Like, um, do you like like how some people like the the directors of movies now are so established that you watch a movie just because it's directed by them? Like, you see Christopher Nolan, and he he's not doing good now either. Like, Tenant was not a good movie. Yeah, Tenant was really gave me a headache. Yeah, I w- I was gonna watch Dunkirk. Have you watched that? I have not. No. Okay, because like, Barry Keegan and Harry Styles on it. I've oh okay. Oh no! I tell you what, I watched. I watched uh, Ch- Chernobyl. 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 Yeah, I yeah. watched that. That was. That Do you was like good. that? I enjoyed that a lot. The dog scenes, though. <laughs> Which one? Oh yeah, yeah, yes, yeah. yeah, that's sad. Okay, so Reservoir Dogs, Pulp Fiction, Jackie Brown, Kill Bill One Two, um, Glorious Bastards, Django Unchained, Hateful Eight, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Those are the big three films that he's made. Mm. And then he's, he's when he said he's going to do his tenth one, and he's out. Right. Everything else he writes on, or he's just uh, yeah, a yeah. special guest who's not actually a director. And 
people say Jackie Brown's good. Reservoir Dogs was fine. Hateful Eight, not good. Um, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, also not good, right? So if you average out how his movies perform or how his movies are liked, I don't think he should have the status that he has. That's fair. I mean, you compare him to like Taika Waititi. All of his movies all of have been bangers, hits, yeah. right? All of them has been hits. They've all been game changers, right? Even his TV shows. So he's got, he's got. Mm. Are all of Will Smith's movies slaps? <laughs> Do they slap, Alex? <laughs> I was. I thought I got away from the memes. Every time I go to work, there's yeah. a police are now targeting, and someone's put up Will Smith. Oh my goodness! I was watching that. Um, uh, yeah, in Madagascar, with Chris Rock and Jada. <laughs> 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 I saw those those deep fakes of like uh, Will Smith as a fish punching <laughs> Marty. Yeah. No. Um. I was gonna say yeah. So Taika Waititi's new show, uh, our flag the Viking one, pirate or the uh, the pirate one, and then there was a vampire. Uh, I mean, that was based on his documentary which he made before. We are, yeah, but that's that like was great show. though. Yeah, but his new show, right? It's it's a, it's a show about pirates, right? And apparently, it's is it out? Yeah. Okay. It's one of his best shows ever. And I won't spoil anything, but apparently it's like got one of the best like romance plots. What uh, what what service is it on? I'll look it up. I'll you watched f- it though, right? I haven't watched it yet. Oh, I thought you watched it. No, I've just seen everybody rave about it. Everybody just have a good time. It's on Foxtel Go, so it'll be on binge. Okay. Have you got binge? Okay. You got Foxtel? I have one, two, three movies dot com. That'll get you there. Yeah, eight eight out of ten, ninety percent rock, rotten tomatoes. Mm. Yeah, this is all I've ever wanted to show. I feel like I'd given up hope not being queer baited. Yeah, just it's 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 very. Um, what's the plot of it? Well, what's the summary? Of it? What does it say? Um, let me have a look. See if I can find. Uh, okay, premise: The series is loosely based on the life of Steve Bonnet. Uh, Captain Bonnet is an aristocrat who abandons his comfortable life and family to prove himself as a pirate during the golden age of piracy. Despite having no aptitude for the role, sailing aboard his ship, the Revenge. Oh no! Sorry, I was just. It feels like that's coming into. Sailing aboard his ship, the Revenge. Captain Bonnet and his dysfunctional crew struggle to survive against the deadly threats from naval warships and other bloodthirsty pirates. Okay. And it's a romantic comedy as well. Interesting. Yeah, there's been a lot of um, great New Zealand actors recently. Yeah. They always have been, like with Peter Jackson and stuff. But I mean, nowadays, like with the boys, with Carl Urban, Anthony Starr, yeah. Taiko Itiri, it's cool. Yeah, no, no. Uh, it feels like we're starting to reach international waters. I really can't know. wait for boys season three. It's so good. I still haven't finished season two. Really? Yeah, because well, yeah. I, I didn't have Amazon Prime. I thought you I thought you finished it, though. I thought you got it. Oh, no, you finished Invincible. Yes. But I've got it on DVD. I just haven't got around to watching it yet, which is... Where did you stop? Uh, I watched it again last week. Um, I think I'm maybe two episodes short. I think. Okay. Was it a bit overwhelming for you or you just got bored? Um, I just didn't have time. Oh. And then I... St- um, have you watched the season three trailer yet? Yes, I have. Okay. It looks... I just really liked that, that song which synced so well with it and I can't wait for um the uh, Soldier Boy. Yeah, the the Jensen Ackles. Like I saw the story how he got cast, because I forgot that Eric Kripke made Supernatural too. Sorry, 
uh, the the writer Jensen. for oh yeah he he that's how he got um uh, supernatural's ending so Jensen Ackles was like hey if you want me to come to the boys um you know my job my contract's ending he's like oh yeah sure let me send you the script or whatever and then yeah he did the audition and stuff and got in oh nice I I wanted to um I I want Jensen Ackles to play Red Hood. Yet the voice of Red Hood in the really great animated t- uh, movie oh, yeah. called Under the Red Hood. That's what I saw. Very yeah. good. And they're going to be doing Death in the Family soon, uh, which is just Under the Red Hood, but specifically about the death. Uh, but yeah, I want him to be in the live action, to be honest. I feel like we haven't had a live action Robin since Yeah, Clooney. I was seeing a video on that, why, why Hollywood doesn't want to cast Robin in movies. It's only Batman. Because like it's the whole campy thing. True, but, but I mean, they had Levitt. That wasn't Robin. That was a uh, oh, that was his middle name. That was his real name. He went by. Oh, was his real name? Tim Blake. No, it's mm. something Blake. No, okay. So someone made a really good point for Robert Pattinson's Robin, right? Mm. Robert Pattinson, right? His Robin, they should skip over Dick Grayson and go straight to Jason Todd. Do you know much about the Robins? I I, I really think they should make a Nightwing movie. I think they were going to. They're doing Gotham Knights. And then, like, they have a Nightwing movie, but then have flashbacks with Robin. They, yeah, I don't. No, I don't think Nightwing has, has enough in him. Mm-hmm. Okay, because when you think about it, take up an entire movie slot, you need to add something to the universe. Nightwing has no villains of his own. All of his villains are Batman villains, and he doesn't really have much of a story apart from when he joins the cops. And he's already currently on a TV show, and he's going to be in another TV show. The separate IP. Well, they're gonna make a Jason Todd movie, and it's just called, it'll, it'll I, be it'll I, be called Todd. This movie styles of him dying, and then the rest of the movie's like flashbacks up to his dying. I don't, I don't think Robin, any of the Robins, either in movie because they their characters based on Batman so much. I, 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 I see it on the internet all the time where it's just like, oh, this character should get his own movie. I'm like, no, he shouldn't. He should maybe get a TV show. What, Luther. Sorry. Luther. Joker and then Luther. Oh god. Like the whole DC series. Like yeah. like I, I, I it's kind of frustrating cuz like y- you can only make so many movies a year. Why would you want to waste a slot on something that doesn't even matter? <coughs> Morbius. We, we, exactly. We're getting a black well that's cuz Sony doesn't have anything else they can do. Uh we're getting a Black Adam movie before we're getting a Flash movie. Oh yeah. yeah. And then the uh, the whole <laughs> the Aquaman, how they're not uh, making Amber Heard not part of the movie anymore, yet they kicked Johnny Depp out of Fantastic Beast number three. It's because WB. And I guess... They're like, oh, we're willing to stand by with Amber Heard. It's because she was the victim, that's why. No, but now then they found out she was the abuser. Well, they didn't find that out because the lawsuit didn't say that. So when they made the movie, and then only after they finished the movie, they found out that she was the abuser. No, they didn't find that out. That isn't... on the. That's what everybody has assumed... Okay. The evidence that's come out, and you can assume that because the evidence suggests that pretty strongly, but the courts don't say that, so that doesn't matter. Mm, there's such a parallel now with the whole Will and Jada situation. Did you see that new video which got leaked yesterday? No. The one where she's filming Will without her permission, his permission. No. Oh, that was so sad. That was so cringy. Like you, I'll show it to you later. But she's like, uh, they're at home or something, and then she's putting the camera in his face, and he's like, oh, do you think this, this therapist is really good? And he's like, oh, please don't video record me without my permission or whatever he's telling her that like you know i deserve my pride what i put on the media is my issue or something yeah Uh, it's something like that it's and then and then how she says on her show that she wishes she wasn't married to him or 
I haven't seen any of that. Oh, okay. It's really, really sad. Okay. And because he's he's not willing to divorce her because um he had a bad experience before so makes sense um but yeah anyway back back to what I was originally saying mm. um somebody said that the Robert Batten bats Robert Batty Bat Robert Bat. Batten Bat yeah uh his Robin they should skip over Nightwing because mm. he's been done to death right they should go straight to Jason Todd because Jason Todd's story starts where he's stealing the wheels of the Batmobile. And then Batman sees him, and he's just like, "What are you doing?" He's like, "Oh, I'm stealing these tires." They did it in Arkham Knight, didn't they? That was, that wasn't, that wasn't a story that they, it was an original story that they did. Um, so it, yeah, but like for live action for a movie, uh, yeah, because like, yeah, he's stealing the the wheels of the Batmobile. The Batman's like, "What are you doing?" He's just like, "Oh no!" It's like, you know what, kid. You got balls. I could use you. I just lost somebody, so you're on the team, kiddo. But I feel like it would work because it's like this this Batman exists in such like a a grimy sort of aspect. And I saw a TikTok. Someone made a really good point of point about it. Was Batman seeing everything from the upper class? You know, all the situations in Gotham that he's seeing. He he was hunting down people who was killing. Uh, really corrupt officials, right? Mm. People who were involved in corruption, that person was killing. That's what Batman was out Well, the Two-Face guy could be the next Robin then. The what? Like the kid at the beginning of the movie? He, he's, he's, he's Robin in the TV show. The same actor. The same actor? Yes. Oh. He plays Tim Drake. That's cool. Yeah. No, um, yeah, so like, he, he's he's tackling upper class issues. And what about Damien Wayne? Well, it's too early for that. Way too early for that. Yeah. Uh, because this is year one Batman. Is that, that's um, Catwoman's son, right? Nope. Or him and Tal- Catwoman's Talia. Ta- cool. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, so because he's seeing everything from like the upper class, that's all he's really dealing with. That's all he. That's only the problems he's really tackling. So if he gets Jason Todd, who's like a street urchin, he's like not had anything, he'll provide that perspective for him to be able to be like, no, they, these are the issues that you need to take down, not solving who's killing your rich friends kind of thing. Yeah. And I'm like, that's a really good argument. And it you didn't You said like street urchin. I was thinking of like Aladdin. You just bring his monkey along too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, no, but like, I feel like that would give like a really good... Like no, 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 it would be have like the, the whole contrast between a privileged dude and this dude from the streets and then they're working together. And and it also, one, it adds to the tension between them because they've... It's not like they haven't got along. It's just like, there's always been friction between Jason and Bruce. And two, it fits the movie so well. But like, they wouldn't be doing like the like you know living together and stuff like that. Like no, they would. Would they? Yes, he just won't be a father figure. He'll be like a mentor. So what? His parents will be dead. He's just an orphan. Yes. As well. Yes. Parallels. Exactly. No, exactly. Because Nightwing's story is a bit goofy. It's just like yeah, because I was saying like they made a li- live action Nightwing that shows. He's at the circus. Bruce Wayne's watching him at the circus. Comes up to him after the show, like this young boy says, "I like your talent, kid. <laughs> Would you like to hey, kid, be you've my got ward? Moxie. You've got Moxie. Your parents are dead. I love it. <laughs> it's like the Greatest Showman three or something. Yeah. Like. yeah, like exactly. Like he's so goofy. It's like, oh, I'm a circus boy. I can do flips and stuff. But and then again, like, the, the 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 whole Joker was originally a goofy character. He was always. He was always a bad guy. Though. Jason, Jason Todd, uh, working as part of the the agencies with Joker. Sorry. The what's that? That clown high agency. I've I've not. The the original Joker, the the Joaquin Phoenix Joker movie. Oh, okay. You know how he is part of those other clowns, like they're called oh, Chuckle, yes, Chuckles, Chuckles, yes, yes, Smiles, yes. or something. Yeah, I get you. I get 
Uh, but I yeah, I guess yeah, they make the I like the whole contrast between the poor Robin. Yeah, and the rich man. But I just I just don't know the whole like the whole I don't know, living together. Robin, get your clothes. Let's go down the no. go to the bad cave to fight some crime. You know, Alfred. I, I, I don't mind that because it's kinda like because Bruce, he he's found his purpose. Like I'd like if Robin was kind of like his independent type hero, but then he just teams up with Batman. Like you know, Batman gave him a start. Actually, no. Like I, they I, they mixed a bit of the independence of Nightwing, but also like they add a little bit of Robin into it. Well, it's again, if you were to do that, you'd have to do a different Robin, because Jason is a very vengeful. I mean, they bird. can always adapt it. I don't think so. Because okay, you want st- with the Robins, the thing that makes them different isn't that the Robin is the specific character that they are. No, and if he's defined, and that's what got him killed. Oh, so you want to jump ahead? That's what I'm saying. Like, uh, so they'll have this independent type Robin. You know, Batman's like, you know, I want to protect you, I want to support you, whatever. I, I gave you a start in life. He's like, no, I, I, I believe I have to do this type of thing. Does this thing goes on a mission? Mission fails, gets killed by the Joker. And then Batman's like, oh, that's my biggest regret, or whatever. Like, if you only listen to me, or, or maybe he was actually right. And then Batman's like, oh, I was wrong or something like that. Maybe if I went and helped him, yeah. he wouldn't have died. Like, that would, that, would, that would be cool. Like, not like him glued to Batman's side all the time. I mean, you know, he, he needs a little bit of a space to be his own character. But, I mean, that's what Jason already is. Because mm. that's, that's the thing. Jason's character is never a good Robin. He's a terrible Robin. He's, he's always, like, vengeful and uh, impulsive and kind of a dick. Yeah, it's like it, it, I mean, I just seeing like if they both live together, like Robin, get out of the shower. We gotta fight some crime. You he know? wouldn't call him Robin. <laughs> like you know, Jason. You know, yeah. like no, no, Bruce. I don't want to. No, you no, go. No. <laughs> it's, I don't know. Like you just, you just him just showing up on the crime scene. There already there or something like that. Or Batman's surveying the scene and he just comes up. Or so he called or something like that. Uh, no, I think I think I think okay. Because if he takes him in, it means that he's he's trying to, from Batman's point of view, he's trying to sort of repair what his father had lost, mm. right? I mean, they did Robin good in Titans, right? Like Teen Titans and stuff. Kind they of. made Robin kind of his own thing without Batman. Yeah, but that's that's the entire story. Is mm. that, but also the entire story in Titans is that Batman's a really bad guy. You're F Batman. <laughs> yeah. No, but like if they're like living together, right? It, because the whole point is like there is a lot of resentment between Jason. But I don't see uh, Robert Pattinson living. He's just, he's just him and Alfred. Like I mean, I guess it could develop his character. That's what I'm saying. It's um, a, that's the whole point. Because he, if he brings him in, right? Jason has resentment for I guess like the bourgeoisie or whatever, and so he thinks that he never thinks that Batman's doing enough. How old would you cast him? Like a teenager, nineteen years, sixteen. Yeah. So uh, who do you think could play him? Like one of the Stranger Things people. No, they don't have the sort of aggression I think that's needed. I think you might want to aim a little bit older and just scale them down a bit just so you can sort of get that sort of uh, determination. <laughs> the Adam Project guy again. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to think what I'm trying to... I'm, I'm cycling through like young actors in my brain. I think um, I was going to say like uh, the Taron Edgerton would have been a good... He's far too old now. Uh, as that... um, Yeah, no, no. I mean, when he was first casting Kingsman. Yeah, he would have made a good... Yeah, he would have made a good thing. But then... Again, You'd have the whole like short head Robin. He was very old in that time anyway. He was like quite old then. Um, God, I don't know any like teenage actors. Sean Mendes. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't want to type in teen actor into. Just type in as a upcoming actors or something. Sorry. Upcoming actors. 
Okay, come on, come on, come on, come on. Upcoming actor. Because I think IMDb has like several pages. I think there's a lot more like upcoming female actresses, like teenagers, I guess, than male. Yeah. Yeah. No, you're not wrong. Um. Okay, okay. Uh, but they have that influence to hire like a random too. You know, they That's hired... The um, That's the thing. Uh, Ratcatcher and Suicide Squad, she wasn't in much. If you hire an unknown, you, there's so much you can do with them. Because they're already like not archetyped. Mm. Okay, I hate it. Do you think they're, they're making black though? I reckon 100%. Yes. You, okay, you could go with the Tim Drake one. You mm. could do that. But then that just becomes confusing because he's already playing a Robin. Mm. As, as in the character that plays Tim Drake, you could go with him. I reckon they'll make him Hispanic. Because black uh, <laughs> Batwoman, uh. <laughs> wow, cancelled. We're cancelling Michael. Uh, what's his name? Uh, Barbara Jones. Gordon's gonna be, or oh, light skinned. I think at least we no, haven't seen his wife. She's pretty black. Mm. In in the TV show, I think that's coming up. Yeah, she's in it, but I'm not sure that's connected. Don't know which which universe this is connected to. Uh, I think it might be connected to the. <sighs> The movie verse, mm. but not like the Batman, as in the other, the the, the DC verse. <laughs> Taylor Lautner. <laughs> no, he said he said what? he wants to do it. Wait, as a Robin? Yes, that would be hilarious. No, no, but the thing is, he could he could just be an aged up Robin. Oh yeah. That's the thing with Taylor Lautner. What you'd want to do is you want to make him Dick Grayson, right? Mm. So he's kind of like not this um, go gung ho, but he's kind of like just a bit more upbeat. Like he's like, I've seen what you've done. I want to embody it, and he's like. Similar age, so yeah. it's like instead of it being like, uh, it's a, not, it's not Twilight pandering, but I think it would work. I think, you think? I think Taylor, and he has a background in athletics and acrobatics. Mm. If, you, if you, if you've seen, um, or even, if you've um, seen Shark Boy and Lava Girl when he's doing flips and that, even if they can't get him, have you watched 13 Reasons Why? No, there's like they have young actors, yeah, there. I think one of, one of, I think the bully character, some Asian guy there, he was a good. Actor, I think he could pass. Her. I mean, do you think Robin has to be tall, as equally tall as Batman? Or well, the thing is, you would want Robin to be a kid, mm. right? You'd oh no, they're, they're not. They're like the twenty something. Yeah, you'd want him to be a kid, but you don't want him to tower over Batman. And Robert Pattinson's not that tall, I don't think. Because mm. you want to that stature to be there. But I mean, Batman's got big boots. You could just you could do something with heights and that. But yeah, I, I think the two ways you could do this: you could get a if you're getting if you're going young, you start off with Jason Todd, right? Mm. And then you build that repertoire, and then you kill off Jason, bring in Tim Drake because he admires Robin, Batman together. Or you get a Robin who's like similar aged, and you go through their partnership and not like a mentor. mentor. I think I don't know if the similar age thing would kind of work. I mean, Robin, I don't know the power dynamic. I guess with age, or I think I think it would work if you like got similar the right age could actor. be Nightwing, and then they could talk about their past as how they grew up together. Oh, I used to be a Robin or something like that. Like you know, we had good times before and. I mean, if you're doing that, you'd have to do big time jumps. That's what I mean, yeah. Which I don't think... No, that, unless that unless you skip the Robin phase and have, bring in Nightwing straight from the bat, and like, he is Straight from the bat. <laughs> <laughs> nice. God damn it, even when I'm not meant to, I'm funny as hell. No, um, if you bring Nightwing straight from the get-go and skip the Robin phase so that when Jason Todd is introduced, he is the first Robin, Yeah, that would be interesting. No, that, that would be good. Um, yeah, so I feel, like, I feel like he could do a good Nightwing. Because uh, he's he's started to make the rounds again. He's back going back into the movie circuit, back into the TV show circuit. Uh, Taylor Lautner. I think. What's he, he in? I, I don't know if he, has he been in anything recently. Um. Yeah. He's in. He's currently in a TV show. 
Taylor Want. No, am I spelling Taylor wrong? Can you imagine some weird alternate universe they like reboot Robin as the mentor figure to Batman? Could that work? Nope. Not at all, because who would call themselves Robin? No, like, oh, oh, we used to, they'd be like, oh, we used to call you the Robin or something like that. Like Maybe. That was the nickname they gave you or something. They, they could always do it, but like like how the Tilda Swinton, Doctor Strange type thing. He's going to be in a Netflix movie with mm-hmm. Kevin James. Dave Batista as Robert, <laughs> like Dwayne the Rock Johnson. This is gonna be a bad movie. Yeah. Oh, did you see that SNL skit with uh, Dwayne the Rock Johnson? Um, the Bambi remake. No, <laughs> that was that was comedy. He's done. He's done. He's done a bit of the stuff. He kind of went on a on a break for four years, and he's yeah, come, he's come back. So, again, I feel like he could do some stuff. Mm. You know what we need to do. We need, to do, we need to cut some music and play some ads to pay for this stuff. Yep. Because we don't get paid. Okay, um, this is MGMT Electric Field. We'll be back. In I want to talk about um, teaching. Oh, yeah. What's your experience with teaching and doing okay. teaching degrees? Because you're doing secondary. I was doing primary. Okay, yeah, yeah. So, have you you've been on prac before, right? Yeah, I've done two. I had a one week and a three week. How was that? I enjoyed it. My three week was at more of... No, my, my one week was up in Yantrep. It was a brand new school that had like a 50-kilometer catchment. Nice. Um, because it's from Yantrep all the way up to like Lancelin, which is a big catchment. It's a brand new school, so they had a lot of um, issues uh, that they were trying to tackle whilst I was there. And that was a, that was interesting because I kind of got thrown into the pits immediately. Yeah. And there were a lot of students there just like being the the worst. Um, <laughs> like they're, they're what, like what year group did you have? I had year sevens, mm. year eights, and year twelves. That's a so year eight and straight away to year twelve. Well, I because I was there for one week, one week, so I just sat with the. I only taught one lesson because oh. it's my one week, but I was sitting. You had a specifically one week prac. That was my first prac. Yes. Oh, that's odd because my first one was two weeks. So basically, how they did it in Curtin was. Your second year, you start your pracs. So within term two, you have a two-week prac at one school. And then I think, yeah, then then, then you come back later, at, I think term three, and you do three weeks again at the same school. So totally uh-huh. five weeks in the year. Then year three, you do five five-week prac at another school. Yeah. And then year four, you do 10 weeks. And one week compulsory coming before. Okay. So 11 weeks in total. Yeah, so you do one, three, five, and then ten. That's interesting. So your first year, you start with one week. Yes. Okay, that, that's all right. Then, that's because it was an introductory to education unit that we were doing. Um, so yeah, then I did a three-week prac, which was a lot more fun. Um, I seemed to do my pracs during the sports carnivals because in my oh, first really? week it was a sports carnival. Do you have the color on as well? Uh, well, we didn't color on, but yeah, I did. Yeah, yeah. I did sprints right for the teachers. Like a a kid was like, wow, I didn't think you'd be that fast. And I'm like, at the time, I I just turned 20. I'm like, I'm only 20 years old. And she's like, you look older. I'm like, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, my, my three-week was interesting. I was up in uh, Wanneroo. And uh, that school, it had, it, had a, it had a fresher approach to um, sort of kids that need support, especially with, like, behavioral stuff. And A stuff lot of like IEPs. That. Yes. Mm. Um, so that's the like individual plans, you know, for students. Yes. We didn't have that at my school. Mm. Or maybe we did and they just didn't. No, they didn't. They probably had another term for it or something. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So they had a whole department dedicated to helping kids with IEPs, right? 
and had a whole department just dedicated to like mental health support and stuff like that. Like instead of taking kids out of class and sending them to the principal, sending them to uh, to sit in the hallway while they think about the stuff, it's like no, you go to this area, you chat with them, what you're doing, they walk you through it and stuff like that. Like they. Yeah, I think it's being implemented everywhere. Okay, that's cool. Uh, so it wasn't a primarily special needs based school. No. Okay. It, it's just a regular uh, public that's cool. public school. But what was the numbers for it? Pretty big. Thousand yeah, kids? I, I think it's about a thousand. Yeah, because it's it's very similar to my high school. I think there mm. might have been a bit more. Okay, so it's a public. Yes. Yeah, in the independent public nowadays. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 So my my high school is an independent school, and this felt very similar. So mm. I don't think there are any normal public schools anymore. I think they're all independent now. Mm, probably because so, it's basically kind of the same as like um, Catholic schools, but now it's just independent public schools. And yeah, yeah. Under their own umbrella. Yeah, which which is interesting. Mm. Um, so in that class, in that school, I had years sevens. I had two year tens. Uh, year 11s and year 12s. And you had to sit and take observations? So I did observations for... So essentially, the way that class... That that prac was run is... For the first week, I do one lesson a day. Second week, I do two lessons a day. Three week, I do three lessons a day. So they, do, do, they, they didn't do it in percentages? So for my final prac, I had to start off with 20% teaching for the first week. Then 40% for the next two weeks. Then... 60 and then 100% from week 5 onwards. Uh, well, I, I don't think we've done that now. So I think, okay. well, I think they might have just done that, but instead of saying it's a percentage, because different teachers have different workloads. So depending on my mental teacher, if mm. I had a different teacher, they might have had one class less. That's what I mean. Like, it's just, it's an overall thing because you'll have dot periods and yes, stuff. Yes. Uh, I was going to say another another question. Um, Ooh, you, I don't are know. you interviewing me now? What's, what's yeah, you can interview me after. I was going <laughs> to say, did you, did you stay much of the staff meetings? Uh, yeah, so there was one staff meeting that I stayed for, which went. It, didn't went on, it, it was the one that was before the um, the sports carnival. But this is the one that really clued me into that how little anybody knows about anything in schools. Like you would think, right? With everything that's going on, everybody's on top of everything, right? You know, uh, apparently they've had a couple of new principals come and go, right? Mm. And so with this, um, with this principal, I don't want to don't want to talk crap about anybody. No one's going to be listening that knows me anyway. From there, Spotify. Um, oh, you know what? Oh no! Remember that? Remember that student teacher Alex? And he came, and there was another girl as well who's far better than him. Yeah, remember him? Anyway, because uh, there's another girl from another. Uni. Oh, from, she from was the from same ECU. Oh, ECU. Okay, but we, we got we got the same slot, so oh. we it's it nice because we were able to like not help each other out, but like just have like each other as a su- oh, support system. Cool. Anyway, um. That's that's how I learned about the Jewish community in Australia because there's like two thousand Jewish people in, in only two thousand in either WA like two thousand Jewish kids anyway I'm I'm getting lost so we had this staff meeting it was about fire safety because uh, Wanneroo is around a lot of bushland right oh okay and so there was a fire protocol and it was convoluted as hell and after the meeting I go to my mental well let me get something else so you have to go to the office get your folder no. So there was so many different, like, it's like, oh, if there's a fire over here, this is what we do. If there's a fire over there, this is what we do. Is this point B evacuation, point A evacuation? Kind of. And lockdown procedures and stuff like, anyway, I don't remember it all now because this was two years ago, right? Okay. Because I did it just as the the year the pandemic started was when I started. And, um, and yeah, and I went to my mental teacher afterwards, I'm like, I'm not sure if this is just me coming from an outside 
perspective. But the dad seemed he went, no, that was crazy. We don't know what she's on about. Oh. Um, it's like, and we went to the English office afterwards, and it was just a massive uh, bitch fest. Oh, really? <laughs> it was like everyone's like, what is she thinking? What she wants because the evacuation plan is all the students, all the year twelve students, go to the primary school, pick up the kids from the primary school. Wait, so it was a K to twelve type school? No, there was uh, just a primary school next door, which is like a sister school. Oh, okay. So two different schools, um, but it's just like you know. But during fire evacuation, you help each other. Exactly. So the year twelves go to the primary school. Okay. Get those kids. Some kids go down to a park that's about a kilometer away, right? Other kids they do something else. They go. It's like it was so convoluted and so unnecessarily. Yeah, it's really complicated when you bring the primary school into it. Yeah, and it was weird. And then there was a whole procedure for lockdowns and stuff like that. And it's like you can allow kids out to get water, and it's like why would you allow kids out of a lockdown to get water and stuff like that? It was a whole other thing, but yeah, it was it was kind of crazy. But I thoroughly enjoyed that one because I got to actually teach. And okay, what were you teaching? English. Oh, English. That's good. Yeah. So in my first prac, I had one lesson. I only planned that one lesson. In this one, I got to plan a sequence of lessons, which was a lot more fun because it meant I didn't have to pack all everything I wanted into. What were you teaching? Like literacy. So in year seven, we were doing uh, advertisements. Oh, like, cool. Um, about analyzing adverts that's cool. and stuff like that. Yeah. Ten, they just finished watching. Uh, just finished reading. Um, what's that? Uh, it's a Killer Mockingbird. So we, I, I supported them after that because I started doing teaching them in week two. So I started to. I just was in the class, going around, giving support, answering questions, that kind of stuff, mm. just being like a helpful yeah, person. Yeah, nice. And then I, we started doing poster analysis and stuff like that. And so I helped them with that. Then the year elevens were doing documentaries. So I, I got them to, I showed them a couple of episodes of Making a Murderer. <laughs> okay. No, my teacher cleared it. Okay. I went to him. I, went to, I said, he's like, okay, so we're doing documentaries. What do you want to show them? I'm like, oh, I want to give them something interesting that's really sort of like it grips them and stuff like that. Uh, maybe an episode or something because. That's like what MA or something like. So It is, yes. Okay. So, I mean, they're, they're like. Or, yeah. But often what happens is. Um, they get what's like the a, protocol for that? Do they have to give it to their parents? Or? It's, it's school specific. So. Uh, some schools, if like in in an English class, beginning of term, they get like a sheet that goes, "Hey, uh, we're going to be viewing ex, uh, such films that are rated M and MA." Oh, you, you had to give, give the film names? No, oh. sometimes. Well, you you can, but this is the way that my school did it when I was at school. It was like an overall sign-off sheet. Mm. Um, and so yeah, I and because that, that's probably with the media clearance form. Yes. Mm. And so yeah, I got to, I cleared it, and he's like, "Yeah, cool." It's like, "What do you want to tackle?" And so I I spent. About four hours watching and rewatching this these two episodes of the documentary, writing everything down, That's cool. so that I could get it get it to them. That was a lot of fun. Uh, it was my toughest class because these kids were very uninterested; they didn't care. It, they were general year elevens. Okay, so, so they weren't stream dicks, and it's so like you know they're just doing it because yeah, yeah, they weren't in there because they were going to get any. Uh, they weren't doing it because they were going to get into uni. What's it, what's it called, the class? It's not called a general English. And it was in our school when I grew up, it was like literacy, uh, literature, English 383B or something like that. Like That's that's for lower school. Okay. So well, when, I, when I was in high school, I did English lit. Oh, no, 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 no. You're right, you're right. it was 3A3B English. Yes. So it changed, right? Mm, now so it's like extended everything, essential and stuff. Everything's named. 
So in ATAR, you got English Lit, you got English, then you got General English. Is that what it's called, General English, or yes. is it called Eng- English Foundations or something? No, no, no. General English, then you got Foundations English. Okay. Uh, same with maths. You've got you got all your three ATARs for maths, uh, specialist method applications. Then you've got general maths, and you've got foundation maths. So five in year twelve, if they're there, yeah. Okay, I, I mean, you, if you're taking specialist, you can also take another maths as well. You no, know, when you're doing specialist, you have three methods. Okay, yeah, so that's that's fair. Yeah. Um. So yeah, it's like three C, three C three D, three A three B, and then it's two C two, uh, two D, and then yeah. it's then that, those are the ATARs. Yeah. Anyway, so yeah, that that class was really interesting because they were uninterested. And so it's kind of like, how am I going to get these kids engaged? And towards the end, I was able to sort of workshop what worked with them and what didn't. You and asked them? No, no, no. I, d- I was just testing. How many kids was it? 20? It was yeah. a small class. I'm going to say about 15. Okay, that's all right. Yeah, but some of them were like a little bit of troublemakers. There was some drama going on as well. No relief teacher? I mean, no, I'm a, what's it called? The support What's it called? An assistant teacher or something for IEPs and yeah, there wasn't. It wasn't okay. We didn't. We only had one. Sorry. Okay, I'll, I'll go through. So year sevens didn't have anybody in that class. Year ten, I had the lowest year ten class and the highest year ten class. Oh, okay. The lowest year ten class, we had someone who came in when they could. So just to see in like extremes. So teaching. well, that wasn't for me. That was just the person I got linked up. Oh, with. That's, that's what they had. Oh, that's what they had. Uh, yeah. So yeah, and then yeah. So I only saw one like EA. And she was in the lowest year 10 class, and she was just coming in when they were ready. Yeah, I, I assume she'd probably take the kid out and then they go somewhere. Um, I don't think there was any issues. Oh, a, lot, a lot of it was just her making sure that the uh, the student was keeping on track. Okay. So the, uh, the particular student that they were with, um, they were quite easily distracted, especially when paired with somebody. But then if they weren't paired with somebody, then they're just not, there's, there's no engagement whatsoever. Oh, okay. So it's kind of like we've got to pair them with somebody, but we need someone just to direct that flow a bit more. And they, they, yeah, they're they're pretty alright. But yeah, it was interesting with these classes. You you had the extension year tens who were like, okay, we can uh, we can give them this this. They can work on their own. They're very independent workers, very very smart. And I got to see that these kids were very bright. And I was able to have like not like adult conversations, but very mature conversations. Mm. With them. I was like, um, I had fun. I had fun in that class, right? Oh, that's good. And then the gen- uh, the foundation year tens, it was like. Uh, I was talking to my mental teacher, and he's just like, yeah, so at the beginning of the year, them, 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 them wouldn't work anything. Now, if I can get one one paragraph out of them in an essay, that's a win. And it was kind of like that, like he's cut his losses kind of thing. So he instead of trying to get him, trying to get the students to an A, he's just trying to settle them for a C because he knows that they can achieve that. And like that kind of sucks, but also it makes sense. That's what I had in my, my experience as well. Like, yeah. Every, every student has different abilities, so getting them at their own level is yes. a win, you know? Yeah. So, yeah, so what, what are the differences between what I've described and, what like, your experiences in primary schools and well, stuff? Well, what you were saying now, like, especially with the whole, um, that was so relatable, like, getting each, each student is different. We, I had to stream my class, so I had the, because unlike high school, I was stuck with one class, right? Yes. But I have to teach everything. Yeah, that's right. Because so it's, it's yeah, yeah, correct. And yeah. so for everything in my lesson plans, I had to have the introduction, body, conclusion, and what what we call it is a Walton Wilf. Have you heard about that? That sounds familiar. What we are learning today it. and what we yes, are, yes, yes. So I had to explicitly model that. So basically, um, what I had to do was, <clears throat> at the beginning of the class, students come sit on the mat. Their primary year two. Yeah. Uh, I flip the whiteboard. I have written the Walton Wilf on the board. So I read it out to them. 
Then they read it out together, read it to a partner. They're sitting next to each other. They turn to the person next to them and read it to them. And then I get like a, it was a, it was a school policy. So yeah. I had to get like a popsicle thing, each, each student's name on it. So I pick up a random one, read the name. The student comes up and has to read the word. Oh, and then, then we go on with the lesson. So introduction. And then as part of the lesson notes, you have to show what, because we had designated IP students, right? IEP students. Yes, so yeah. it was like, I think the five or six students which needed help. But the thing is that they differed between subjects. So some students, some IEP students were only IEP for maths. Gotcha, gotcha. So that was the thing. Mm. And then, and the thing is you have to also sometimes keep constantly testing all the students to see if they're struggling. Like even yeah. the smart kids could be struggling with this certain maths topic. So we had some kid who was super good at multiplication but sucked at time. You know, like, oh, like uh, yeah. analog. I, I thought you said he was super good at multiplication, but sucked at times. And I'm like, no, 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 no. I mean, like, yeah. sorry, I mean, no, no, like, like um, anal- analog yeah, clock, yes, like gotcha, telling gotcha. analog clock, um, especially to the minute. Yeah, the year two is after all. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, teacher was saying, you know, so at to give the lesson, uh, give PowerPoint. Was, so, I what 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 we called it was an I do, we do, and you do. So I do is I model it, then we do, we both work on together with the concepts, and you do solely the independent activity with the students are doing. Yes. And during this you do activity, I had to take this bunch of five IEP students and take them to the back and work with them with the activity, while the rest of the class had to work silently. And, you know, you have to manage the behavior with that as well. So, yeah, and I had to set different activities, I guess, for the students at the back. So it was a lot of planning, a lot of thing. But... um. You know, and I also had to, I don't know, maybe you'll have to send emails to parents and stuff. That, I didn't uh, have to do that. Luckily. Oh, you didn't have to do that? Um, I guess, I will do. yeah, so like, a, you know, we have a swimming coming up or something, make sure to bring your bathers and whatnot. Yeah. So stuff like that. But um, I don't know, like, you can always, primary and secondary, they can always like ex- equate like similar things, but they're completely different. <laughs> Yeah, teaching is teaching, right? You've yeah. got you, you model, you scaffold. It's all the same, right? But it's just it's just uh, independence of the students, mm. which I think changes. But that's the thing like, with secondary, though. You're teaching your strengths, right? You're teaching your strength. Like I, yeah. I'm not. I, I'm more English person, but you're teaching a different variety of groups. Well, at primary, you're teaching everything. Yeah. But like you're stuck with the one class. You don't have to have multiple groups. Yes. So like ideally, I would love to. Have taught like music or some specialized subject but in order to do that you have to do the general you can't just only do specialized music as a course that oh, doesn't work okay. so yeah no like that's what i was saying like primary so we had to do lesson plan do you have to do 24 hours in advance sometimes least, 48 and, and you did a um plan term i mean you'll have to do like like a five-week plan of what you're gonna do uh i haven't been i, like, I haven't done a lesson package yet okay Look, well, I've done it at uni. I haven't done it for a school. Oh, you haven't done it for a school. Yes. So, like, 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 what's it called? A sequence lesson or... Yeah, yeah, sequence learning, something like that. Um, and then, I don't know, the specific word for it, like, um, and they give the calendar, and this is what you're going to be teaching over the week. And then mm. over the week, you're giving them the lesson plans. Yes. For thing. And I don't I, know. I, I don't... I, I hate lesson plans. No, I hate lesson plans, because, too. And every, every person that I spoke to who's got on to become a teacher is like, I don't use them. Hmm. So I think you don't need to write down a lesson plan to the minute because, and that's what they make us do in uni. Yep. You don't need to do that because you can just go, here's what we're learning today. As long as you've got your your assets ready. And it links to the curriculum first and foremost. Right? Yeah. Yeah, as long as you've got your assets. The specific curriculum strand, the specific number 
Yes. Like, right, yeah, you got to hit And if it doesn't, you know, it doesn't. Yeah. If you can't do it. Yes. But it's, it's, you see, what I do is I, for every single class, I made a PowerPoint, right? Now, I, I wasn't up there lecturing the entire time, but yeah. pa- the PowerPoint to help scaffold the stu- – like, not scaffold um, – guide the students through the lesson so we could all be on the same page constantly. So I for my first lessons, I was up there lecturing a bit because that's where I felt comfortable. Then my mental teacher's like, all right, enough of that. We want you to engage, give them some activities and workshops. I'm like, beautiful, I can do that. But I still had PowerPoints because it just gave them something to look Visual, at. Visual, yeah, yeah. So it could be like um, if, if they if – like, oh, what are we doing? It's on the PowerPoint. How long did it take for you to make the PowerPoints? So quick. Quick? Because wh- How many slides usually? About 12. Okay. So and sometimes you can copy the base foundation of it. No, I, I kept the same theme. So same color palette and theme, the pre-built ones that we have, um, because I wanted to have... It builds repetition and like... Exactly. Yeah. It, 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 it makes them know what they want to expect. I should have... And I should have put the Murdoch thing in there, but I didn't. Okay. Um, oh, you have to put the Murdoch thing sometimes. I feel like that's a thing. It's no, a I didn't have to. I mean, oh. for final practice and stuff. I mean, Maybe. you're teaching the class. You're not teaching. Yeah, yeah. You mean, you surely you have to wear your Murdoch badge and stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah. I've got my Murdoch badge. Um, do you have a Murdoch shirt or do you just wear whatever? No, I just wear whatever. Do you have but to wear like a button-up shirt? Or well, you don't. Ha- you have to be presentable and that's so like wide thing. So I tied up my hair. I slicked it back with gel. I forgot to shave on my three-week one, which <laughs> is bad because looking back, I'm like I was a bit bushy, but that's fine. Mm. And then I just wear a button-up, a belt, nice shoes, and okay. Pants. So you had to wear dress pants. They said never wear jeans. No, I didn't wear jeans, but I wore like I've got like red pants that I wore. Okay, so you had to wear like a like a buttoned-up. Yes. Oh, you didn't have to wear like a polo or something. Um, Could you have worn a polo? Um, I don't like polos. I just wore like a long sleeve. Oh, okay. Oh yeah, yeah, like that a was long like neutral. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I know, that's uh, but I you didn't wear a blazer or anything. Yeah, no. Okay. But I, but I did wear like a jumper at some points because I only had at the time like three shirts that were yeah. appropriate for this. So what I would, what I would do is I wear a jumper occasionally, so that when I could just wear the same shirts but have a jumper on top, exactly. it looks nice. And then it, if I wore a jumper on top, I could wear some of my more wacky shirts. Like I've got like 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 ones with like stuff on them, right? Like mm. watermelons and like these weird stuff, and I'm like. It, I'll probably be allowed to wear that at school, but I just don't want to. No, no, for your prac especially. Exactly. Yeah, no. So what I do, because you're that. not you're a guest at a teacher's classroom. You're not like. Yeah. That's what. So I would wear that, but then I put a jump over the top, so it's like, so like, like one of the kids went, "Hey, nice! I can see your shirt. It looks cool." I'm like, "That's good," but I'm looking presentable. No, <laughs> you know that's what I mean? good. Um, um how, with the with the behavior management, did you have did you have to abide by the school's policy, or could you did you have much freedom to do? Um, it was uh, essentially. I mean, the school's policy was. The school's policy was uh, steps of discipline, right? It's kind of like, okay, first step, you do this, you talk to them, you have your one-on-one. Second step, it's like this, you do a warning. I don't know, the sp- I don't remember the specifics. Third step, you send them off, mm. right? So, but in those first two steps, that's all you. Yeah, that, that's so what we found as well. I, I had a student who was uh, medicated, and it wasn't doing a lot. But when he wasn't, when they weren't medicated, it was worse. Yeah, and so there was an instance where they were being super disruptive for my lesson. And my mental, and I'm like, the classroom was mine. I was teaching, but I'm like, is it my place to discipline these students? You know, I, it was my first time doing that kind of stuff. And my, my, my mental teacher comes up. It's like, all right, just keep an eye on him because he is being disrespectful. If he, if he does anything, take him outside, have a chat. And so I did. I took him outside. I'm like, and I had a chat with him. Like, so I was like, what have you? You're done? seven. Yes. Okay. I was like, what have you done wrong? And like, kind of walked him through the situation of what he's, uh, what he's done, and. Uh, you can tell he was kind of telling me what he thought I wanted to hear. 
because that's what you do when you're yeah, they, 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 they look down yeah. like, yeah, well, I should have been doing yeah. this. And, and then, they, then they, one minute later, then they do it again. Exactly. And I also, I, the thing I'm, I try to draw it back to is like professionality. Where I'm like, hey, I've got to be professional in this classroom, all right? You've got to be a professional student. It's, it's, no, it's this relationship good. that we have, right? And it, it, didn't help his, it didn't help his behavior, but it helps our rapport. No, no that's the thing. Like, rapport is so important as Exactly. Well. Like, my students liked me, which helps so much. Because then they're more receptive to your teaching and yes. they, they respect you as a person. Like. Yes. And it means that, yeah, exactly. Because if respect is the biggest thing, right? If they're going to disrespect you, because they don't like you, it means whatever you say is not going to matter. Yeah, and especially, I, I I don't know if it was just a primary thing, but I found out, like, I have to be such a dad. <laughs> like, you know? Yeah. Especially with younger kids. Like, I just found, um, sometimes they just accidentally call you dad or they just say yeah. dad or something. Like, I don't know, it feels sorry, but, like, you know, do you find that you have to take the more parental role sometimes? Like, Not with the high schoolers? No, not even with your sevens? With the year sevens, it's it's different. Yeah, with the year sevens, it's a lot more. It's kind of like mother them, I guess. Like I don't know, not really, because they they've just got like a uh, this energy to learn, right? A lot of them do a lot. Of, like there was this oh, kid, like the energy to learn. Not yes. Oh, that's good. There was this kid, and I'm I'm hoping that he is on the right track, right? So um, he was an indigenous kid, and he was super bright. He was an- he always gets everything right. He answers everything, and whenever he's not sure, he asks for help. But in like That's a excellent. way, in a way when he's not like asking for the answer, he's asking for support, for guidance. Yeah, and he did so well. And I, I don't know, because with kids who are indigenous, there's a path that sometimes. That's what I mean. Yeah, yeah. Like, and I'm just hoping that he's doing good. So yeah, because I think the dropout is like year ten or something. Yeah, yeah. So I'm just I, I'm. Which he'll be in next year. No, he'll have tons of opportunity. I mean, I especially so. yeah. And this and like this school is giving them the support, but it's just like you know, home life and stuff that can sometimes become an issue. Yeah. And I got true. told by my mental teacher that he has a lot of responsibilities at home, mm. which can which can cl- affect his studies and like yeah. he may have to prioritize the home life. Exactly, you know, and that's the thing. Which breaks my heart because because he's so bright and he wanted to see him succeed. Um. Yeah, and he he wanted to learn. He was like. He wanted to Because that education could support his family one day, you know, once you got the qualifications and skills. Like, yeah. Because uh, you taught him mainly English, right? But did you have, did you watch in other classes during other lessons or like I, other I, subjects? I wanted to. I never... I That was on me. I didn't... Like, during the sports carnival, I mm. kind of networked a little bit. Okay. Spoke to some people and I just forgot to do it. Because during, like, dot period, I was just doing stuff for my next class true true so i just didn't do it how was your recesses and lunch did you have to go and socialize and stuff with the staff or well did recess you and lunch yourself? i mean yeah actually um we were in the teachers well the the, the lounge or whatever it's not really lounge everyone's got their desks in there and for the first few weeks i was fairly quiet then i just joined in the conversations later on one of the teachers uh because i have like some permanent subs who would just sub in for anybody but mm. they were there all the time we had like cool tattoos we talked about that and like I, I, I wasn't like friends with anybody. I wasn't like anybody. But we had we, we just acquaintanceship. Exactly, acquaintanceship. <laughs> I was just fitting in. I was fitting in. That's all I could really do. Yeah. And that, but then we did have like yard duty, and I got to. Oh yeah. And with that, I got to meet a bunch of the other departments and teachers and stuff like that. And we, <laughs> so many times, we kept catching the same kids smoking weed. That's and cool. then like, Yeah, and then like and they were in the English class as well. Um, but yeah, that. There were a lot of opportunities where things could have 
I could have seen bad stuff, but we, we were fine. I was like, I was gonna say as well. Like, do you think your knowledge of pop culture has helped you a lot? Oh, rapport with definitely. The yeah, I found definitely. that as well. Like with with myself, I just say the word Minecraft, and kids <laughs> lose their minds. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, definitely. Like my, like especially now. I mean, like with with TikTok and all that. Like, yeah. Like uh, apparently the amount of sheeshes you hear in school nowadays sheesh. is off the, char- off the charts. No, because uh, one of the kids. Okay, so in my year ten class, which was the advanced class, uh, a bunch of uh, the girls in the front row, uh, they took a liking to me just because I was like new and fresh and whatever, and I'm funny sometimes. Yeah. Um, and like one was on yard duty, like, sir, sir, have you heard of manifesting? And I'm like, yeah, I have. It's like, oh my God. Is <laughs> that like manifest theory or something? Manifesting. What's it, what is it? It's just like where you hope something happens. And oh, the energy that, yeah, to yeah, 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 yeah. That's, that's manifestation theory. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, yeah. Like I've heard it, of course, but it's, it just got big on really? TikTok. Really? I, I thought that was just a general thing which everyone knew. Yeah, but it got big on TikTok where oh. it's like, you know how like things exist, and then on TikTok they'll take it and be like, "Wow, so this this is thing that happened. So you gotta do this. These are your steps." Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, and it, they're like, "Do you believe in it?" I'm like, "Well, I believe that if you're if you're thinking about anything long enough, you're subconsciously gonna be working towards yeah, it." Yeah, like, of Oh course. my god! I'm like, cool. And then and then yeah. So I think that was definitely the fact that I'm young. I know what they're into. It helps that. Have you ever? T- I, I talk about Pokemon with all the time with kids. They come yeah. and bring me Pokemon cards and like, oh, is this rare or whatever? Like, I got I got. My mentor teacher was a thank you. I got him a little like Charizard like build oh. me thing. I was like, hey, here. So that that's just a thank you because he's like a nerd. He likes. No, 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 no. My my last prac, I was talking smoke on with my te- mental teacher. Man, <laughs> it was insane. It was so cool though because it was when um I think it was when um, I think Sword and Shield came out. Yeah. Okay. And he like bought it or something, and he was like, oh, I'm, I can't wait to holidays or something so I can play it at home. And I was like. Man, I was talking to this guy with like EVs and IVs and stuff. Like, it was so cool. But like, <laughs> I, but that was like on the last few days because I never knew he was into that stuff. Yeah, the the what the, the, the prac uh, the sub teacher. Yeah, he was like he was like twenty six, I think. Like when, when yeah. that was like a few years ago, like twenty nineteen. Yeah, the sub teacher. He had a Lucario tattoo on his really? thigh, and he had like a I think it was a Dragon Ball tattoo. On it, his doesn't it like you know, especially when you're a kid, and then now you you're working with teachers. You know, they have interests like you know, not like one dimensional. Yeah, exactly, and that's and that's that that's the thing I want. I want to replicate that kind of stuff. That's like exactly it. I want to be like, because the the students I had the most. Sorry, the teachers that had the most fun with when I was back at school were the teachers who were human, mm. right? They didn't just turn up and then leave. There were teachers who would talk about their lives and include that into the lesson and sort of have this sort of development. But then again, you know, they had that meme when like um when I'm when I'm talking to my teachers, it'll waste a lesson or something like that. Oh, uh, and then I, I saw another Reddit meme. It's like, oh, my students think that they've won me over by making me talk, but little yeah. do they know. I didn't plan enough for this lesson. Uh, Who's the real winner now, kids? <laughs> <laughs> Do you watch teacher TikToks? I, I was like seeing some the other day. I never watched TikToks. So I was just watching it. So just like actual teachers in their classroom mm. after school, they're like dancing and doing stuff. Like I've I've seen one of my old teachers on tic- on a student's TikTok. Oh, really? From a different school. I'm like, hey, isn't that Miss Robinson? And then the creative that liked it, and then the video blew up to have a hundred thousand k likes after Whoa. that. But anyway, um, yeah, no, I I see a bunch, of, especially in America, there's a bunch mm, of teachers that there's tons of them, yeah. And, and they showed like classroom hacks and whatever, mm, like that kind of stuff. I enjoy the Australian audience, the Australian demographic of that is very small and it's limited to a lot of primary school stuff. Like there's a teacher called Luke who teaches like, uh, I think like pre-primaries, right? Mm. And he, he just walks us through some of the fun things that have happened in this class. And he's got so much energy. 
so much love, and he's got like super long hair, and he ties it back, and he wears earrings and stuff. He's just a cool guy, but like, yeah, I, I don't see much from like high school teachers, mm. but I do see like teachers go, "Hey, don't make lesson plans; they're useless." No, <laughs> did you um? Did you do you have to use much attention grabbers with your students? <sighs> Not really, because well, I mean, like. Like when I'm calling out to them to like pay to get their attention. Oh yeah, constantly. Like constantly. I've seen some people on TikTok. They were like using TikTok oh, phrases yeah. and like uh, something came. In, they wouldn't say like something came in the mail today, and the student just went like, Do you, <laughs> like, <laughs> like, like stuff like that, you know, like like like, like things like that, like call yeah. and response type thing. I don't do that because that is cringe to me. Oh no, that's fair. I that's mean, I think there's a way to say it, or like the the attitude if you nah, have. I'm just like your sevens eyes forward, please, and then I just get them in like that. No, 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 and. Yeah, the, the thing is, it would be better for like lower school when they mm. that isn't cringe. But when you're year seven, eight, yeah, it's like you realize when adults are enjoying things that you enjoy, that makes it bad. <laughs> no, because I remember what I did in, um, when I was teaching them. Um, uh, I used to tell the kids like, "Are you ready to rock?" And then they did nice something like that. Like, um, yeah, you could even say like, "Gotta catch them on this a Pokemon." Yeah. Stuff like that. See, that would work well with young kids. With young kids, yeah. I don't think any of my classes when I was doing it could do, could do that. Mm. Um, and the thing is with primary school, you have to have a... You have to juggle a few. You can't just keep using the same yeah. one all the time. It'll become stale and it'll lose its meaning, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're not wrong. Mm. Um, oh, that's seven minutes. That's not but mm. yeah, no, I I thoroughly enjoyed... Yeah, and, and your reward systems, were you free to add... Whatever, like I, I bought like uh, snacks on the last day. Oh, that's cool. I kind of went. All right, um, we're gonna have a quiz. <laughs> Whoever gets this, man, quiz that, done. that's what that's what I was gonna say. Like to bring like stuff for school on the last day, but the teachers like no, that prevents. Uh, I mean, like they're like you can do it, but like it would just like promoting obesity with students and stuff <laughs> like that. That's what they say with, with primary school students. They have to have like healthy eating and all that. that yeah, like you can't bring like. You know, it's uh, well. I got told you can do whatever as long as you're not excessive. Oh, that's good. No, that's so, I mean, you had older kids, so I guess yeah. that's matter. So with my year sevens, what I did is I bought. I think it was I bought some minties, right? Oh yeah, because they last longer and stuff. And what I did is at the end, uh, on my last day, I did a quiz for them because we kind of, we it was last day for them, you know, mm. because I I got them the last day of the year. Oh. And yeah, so I'm like, all right, kids, so we'll do, we're, we're gonna do a quiz. Everybody form teams. Kahoot? No, we, I just did a verbal one, right? So and I wrote the scores up on the board, and I got some really quick maths going. At one point, the kids like, "How do you add those up so fast?" And I'm like, I'm not. "Anyway, and quick yes, maths. <laughs> literally." <laughs> and and like I added them up. I'm like, "It's not right." And I looked over to um <laughs> to my mentor teacher. He goes, "Yeah, <laughs> I misspelled one thing, and that kind of haunted me." Did anyway, you do you have good mental teachers all the time? My last one, he was good. But then he would talk politics in the staff room. Oh, really? And I'm just like, okay, I want to stay away from that. My previous mental teacher was actually at my old school. And then she oh. moved out to this school because it's a fresh school. And, and the like, uni didn't know anything. Sorry? The uni didn't know that you had a... Yeah, no, no, no. Oh, um, yeah. I wasn't meant to be with her either. I was meant to be with someone else. And he's like, oh, so you're studying math? And I said, no. He's like, okay, I'm a math teacher. Why did they put you up with me? And I'm like, oh, the uni oh. doesn't care. Because it's my one week. The uni just wants me to sit in a class. He's in like, the environment, yeah. He's like, you know what? Let's change this. And he goes up, takes me up to the math uh, English room and goes, all right. Um, he goes to the head of English and he's like, who do you want to... Uh, I've got this guy here, blah, blah, blah. And I ended up with her, so... Oh, that's cool. Mm. Did you... Was it... I mean, in high school, it's different, but was there a lot of males teaching in high school? In your schools? Um, in that class? No, in my third 
my three week one, there was only two men. Really? In the English. Oh, in the department? Yes. Okay, okay. Across the school, there were more, especially in science, but in English. Yeah, because in primary school, it's barely. Yeah. We had the music teacher and something else. But, like, uh, you stayed for staff meetings? Uh, the one staff meeting that we had, yes. yes. Yeah, they were just like with business plans and corporate, and it was just so really? business. Yeah, yeah, th- with ours, like uh, school plans till 2025 and stuff like that. Jesus. And like they literally had the stick and like pointing to stats and figures, and it was just such a, like a, you know, like there's those office meetings. It was just like that. Like schools mm. are actual corporations now, oh, especially with indi- independent private private school. Like, um, you must have done the course already at, um, at uni, and they're talking about um, neo- neoliberalism and stuff. Um, How schools advertise, you know, where the best art facilities in the state and stuff like that. Like, I haven't uh, done that, no, no. And their marketing process and advertising process, like, no, I it's huge. Yeah, I mean, yeah, because it, it you is What year are you in? Murdoch. No, I mean, what year? Oh, I mean, third, third year? year, yeah. Yeah, so you have one more year, right? Yeah, yeah, like I, I had to do some subjects and just got delayed. And yeah, you know, I've, I've, I've skipped units because I'm like I can't handle the workload right now. So I, I've oh, so you have to come back to it later. I'm do, be doing part basically for the past year and a half. I've been doing part time uni mm. because it. I, I can't no, it's a headache. It's a massive headache, and you have to um, like you know, with work and prac. I'm worried about my ten week prac. Um, we don't get any money for that. You can get. You can claim support for it. I don't think my so. friend did. For high school? Send a link. Yeah, 10 weeks. You can claim. Because uh, um, that's your studies and you're doing it towards a future employment. That's yeah, no, works. no. But that's student allowance. That's not... No, I think that you can... You just call them and ask them, but I'm sure you can get something. Because I looked it up earlier. I'm like, um, I looked through the murder. Because you're physically giving up your work for your future work. Yeah, but again, that's student allowance and that comes out of my taxes. Yeah, yeah. And But uh, you have to pay back some of it. Exactly, well. exactly. Yeah. So in the end of the end of the day i'm gonna end up with not much yeah but like you i mean you wouldn't have to pay that much tax back right for 10 weeks yeah no because that's about two thousand dollars at least oh i mean but you know but you're working like a lot of hours and stuff so uh, i guess you can claim yeah a lot lot back and yeah no that's fair no yeah it's it's different like i've looked into it and murdoch provides zero support for that mm. for financial support i'm like is there any kind of like short-term scholarship that, that they offer for this because that kind of makes sense. Yeah. And then I've looked into it and it's just like, these are unpaid and I'm like, Jesus. Oh, man. I'm just, I'm just, I'm freaking out because I've just, obviously. Are you definitely doing the fourth one next year? <sighs> I don't know. That's the thing. You've done your three ones already, right? Yes. Okay. I'm, I don't know what I'm doing next because I don't know what I need because I've skipped some units. Mm. I need to catch up with those and because I'm doing part-time, it's slowing it down. What electives did you choose? I did a creative writing elective. Okay. And I think I did... I haven't, I you had three, right? I think so. I, yeah, I 25 points each. I yeah. Think. And uh, I've got there's, I've got an English from first semester I need to complete. I've got a teaching that I need to complete. And chemistry, and I think something else... No, I, I did chemistry. Okay. Uh, cell biology... And environmental science. These are th- four subjects that I should have had done by now that I haven't oh, had done. Oh, you haven't. Are you going to be specifically an English teacher or do you, do you have a double? I'm doing uh, English and minoring in science. Oh, cool. So, yeah. so, so would you teach literature? <sighs> I don't know because I don't think, I, I don't think I'm, I'll am i be qualified to teach You can teach like cre- creative media or something. Yeah, I, I'm good at that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah no, no, no. That's like. kind of what I enjoy. Um, look, 
we need to play some ads. Yeah, we do. Last round we of the do. night, and then we'll be back, and we'll just finish off our thoughts, I reckon. Cool. Easy. Uh, this is uh, Hoops by the Roots. So we're on for a minute. On for a minute. Uh, it's been a good show, I think. It's been a good See, minute. I didn't want to stop that <coughs> teacher chat, you know. We'll that was a good chat. A good chat. We'll, we'll talk about it further, like, you know, in the future, I guess. Because I, I know we, we haven't talked about like because we both did teach education exactly, and yeah. we haven't talked We've about it for so long about it. about it. Yeah. Um, no, because it's cool. Like, um, you know, we talk about our movies and stuff. Then we talk about something. In. <laughs> 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 no, no, we talk about Stop we talk about our movies and stuff, but we also talk about something like, I don't know, real. Yeah. Yeah. Which I quite like, you know, we want to get into the real issues. Um, but no, I was I, I had this idea in my mind for the last few weeks. I was like, should we put timestamps on our Spotify recordings? or on We our, definitely should. So it's just, because, you know, we're, uh, we're saying that we're going to be talking about all these topics, right? Some and people maybe listen, don't. you know, some people listen just for the specific topic, but if we're talking yeah. about like Eternals or whatever, you know? Yeah. No, we should. Um but I think this is our show. That's, That's our, show. our show. Thank you for tuning into The Verdict. Uh, this episode should be up next week. Um, I'll probably post it whilst we're on air. Yeah. Like I normally do. Um, but yeah, uh, make sure to follow our Instagram. I, uh, the Verdict. I, IPL, uh, our verdict at IPL and um, Spotify IPL Radio. Yes, IPL Radio. And check out our f- the Facebook. Just keep on... Just, just look at everything. That's all you got to do. It's not that big of a deal. Uh, yeah, <laughs> we'll be back next week as long as one of us doesn't catch COVID again. Yep. Easy. Uh, bye bye. <laughs>